0: Alright, so this is uh, episode 6, a little bit different feel this week. Uh, We're not talking about Hot Body Contest or Pretty Ricky. Uh, Shout out to Pretty Ricky. Um, It used to be my lifelong dream that I wanted to book Mark Morrison, who the only song people know him for is Return of the Mac, to do something with Catalyst. But now I think Pretty Ricky's stepped into that spot. They had multiple hits. I think it was on the hotline and grind with me. So, by multiple, I mean two. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I have a buddy of mine uh, with me this week. If the podcast sounds different and if it sounds really good, he is to blame. If it sounds really bad, then I am to blame. So just out of the way. For sure. He came in. uh, He has a little bit of um, experience with this. He should know what he's doing when it comes to sound. You know what? Fuck him. No, 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 no. If it sounds bad. Not USB mics. I mean, I don't have experience (laughs) with USB mics You know, because I use real microphones. Adam Jackson, Just I love you. It's love great you, to buddy. see you. I have not seen you in like a year and a half. It's been so long. My schedule's been F-U-K apostrophe deed. <laughs> it's been so crazy. What, what have you been up to, though? Tell me what you've been up to. I don't want to introduce you. You tell me.
1: Um, I have been up to, well, I've been, I mean, I basically am a touring uh, live sound engineer slash tour manager slash production manager, whenever, you know, each of those jobs kind of, uh, are needed. But, um, yeah, been doing it for 13, 14 years now. And, um, I have worked my way up from, you know, quote unquote, nothing, not literally nothing, but, you know, just, you know, the, the early grind all the way up to working with some of the biggest pop artists in the world um who would would
0: those be people need to know who they are uh currently (laughs) i mean the last
1: my my longest tenure that's been active right now is uh is with sia Mm -hmm. um uh pop singer sia and uh i've been working with her since the early 2016 yep um and uh do everything with her all the tv gigs and award shows and all these things that we do all the time and uh um as well as Touring, uh, mm-hmm. all, all of the
0: world. So and um, you did you you had some you had some runs with uh, Demi Lovato I think for yeah a minute, Demi Lovato Christina Perry. Yep. yeah
1: I, I um my my career really started to take off um to, around 2009 um I had worked with this band Zox for the the year prior and uh, they were out of Rhode Island mm-hmm. amazing guys like really learned how to how to start working on the road and just do it like grinding in a van and trailer and just you know, those overnight drives were driving every night through snowstorms, blizzards, like, you know, hurricanes, yeah. um, to, and then, you know, I met, uh, still my dear friend, Stephen Kellogg, who's a singer songwriter. Um, he's out of Connecticut. Um, another guy that just has grinded his ass off for 20 years and supporting his family and, and, uh, some of the most amazing, um, music ever written. And, um, really has like a story to tell behind him. So I kind of learned like how to really get deep into the artistic side mm-hmm. there. Um, and then through the, the same guy managed both Zox and Stephen Kellogg. He, we were in Europe one day with Steven um, and he was like seven in the morning. was in the back of the, the bus. We were traveling, uh, doing an armed forces entertainment tour, mm-hmm. which was so rad, dude. Yeah. Took me to Kuwait to like Turkey, to, like you know these like kind of joke of like places you'll never think places ever in, be like, in your life places yeah. in like in like so scattered around the uk and yeah. i just i mean joke like it, it was like it's just a base yeah. being there it's not under any sort of duress or anything yeah, like yeah. that but um but playing for these troops it was like so rad they didn't yeah, like yeah. in kuwait it was like they didn't you know it was um Arif john which is like the big one there's like a famous robin williams uh stand-up thing there where he's mid-routine, and, and the they have the moment where they're raising the flag, and they start playing the music, you know, they start playing the trumpet, so then yeah. everybody stands up and turns towards the, the flag in the <laughs> middle of his set. It's amazing, if you haven't seen it. I think I've seen, I haven't seen too much Robin Williams stand-up, but I think
0: I have seen somewhat of that clip passed around, oh, or him performing amazing. for them. Yeah, I do, remember, just I do like, recall oh, that. And oh, he just, oh. like,
1: puts his <laughs> mic down, and he just and he just, like, turns the same way and just stands there, so respectfully, just stands there yeah. and, like, when they're done, he turns around and he, and they all start clapping to him because they were like, I'm sure they're all thinking like, oh my gosh, Robin William, like poor Robin Williams right now. He has to like, yeah, so awkwardly. Anyways, <laughs> we played yeah. that thing. That yeah. was like super amazing. So we're on the we're on the bus later in in that tour in, in the UK and uh, and um, their manager asked me said I just signed this kid who's this um, he's just been putting out music on on MySpace and and uh, he is just like. He's a lone ranger. He has nothing. We're gonna build him, but we think we have a a single out of him. Uh, We want to put him on the road, but I don't have anybody. Whatever, and you know, I want to put you as like kind of like dad on the tour, Mm -hmm. production manager, tour manager, also doing front of house sound, which is my forte at the time and what I really wanted to be doing. But you know, take charge, step up, take on more responsibilities, and lead this kid. And so that was that was uh, early two thousand nine. I'm maybe February, March, and um, by May, the end of May, um, I was meeting up with this kid and a few other guys in the band that he had a drummer and whatever, and and, and it was it was Owl City. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and dude, by the end yeah. of that year, yeah. he dropped that Fireflies song, and we had like a we had a two or three year run that was like that un- song. Unbelievable. That
0: song was I remember at the time I just moved to New Jersey mm-hmm. right after college. And that was still kind of in the heyday of radio. Yeah. Still, it was starting to fade out. But I remember Z, was it Z100 in New York City? Yeah. Yeah. That was what I usually had on my car. Yeah. And dude, every 20 minutes,
1: we did the Jingle Ball that year. Yeah. Like that was, that was just such
0: a huge. I mean, it's crazy though, man. Like I'm so happy you're having this conversation because like I think the feel, again, I don't know what this podcast is, still is, but I think there's always like some sort of underlying message, uh, message of of kind of having, whether it's a different story or what you can take from life or, or especially having guests now with you. Like this is great that because you and I have talked so many times and there's probably been times where you and I have spoken. I wish that we had a mic, but it's <laughs> like you, like I, I watch your sometimes Instagram. Not. Yeah, sometimes not. No, yeah. Um, but uh, no, like there's, I see, I see stuff you post and it's crazy because like, you know, I know you and I don't even remember how we met. But it's just so crazy to see some of these pictures you upload or places you are or gigs that you're doing. And it's like, you know, you're the only person that I've ever known or person locally or person from Maine that is just in that. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like I think sometimes people will see that from afar and be like, how how does that happen? How does one get to that point? How do you get there? You know what I mean? And it's like I feel like sometimes people feel like it's an insurmountable thing. But I think it was like episode three where it's like, your work and your luck and your timing, they all have to pay off. But like, I don't know. So, t- so, so like you, you kind of just kind of talked about it a little bit, but like when you had that opportunity, you kind of, you were there and you, you made good on that opportunity, you know? And now you said that was 2008, 2009. It's it's 11 years later, you know, it's pretty much yeah. the span of what, what I've done. I kind of started this in 2008, but um I don't know. I guess talk about like, cause I've always, I'm really interested in this, especially with music. Um How, how much, how much of what you do is, is, sheer talent up against like luck meeting you or opportunity meeting you and you kind of, I mean, cause I'm sure there's a lot of people who are would, would love to do what you do or, or love to be in the position that you're in, you know, doing front of house sound and sound for some of these big artists. But um, how much of that is kind of making these, these nice connections with people and how much of it is, is,
1: you know, work? it's uh, a good question. I think like, I mean, being a being a, a sole proprietor, kinda yep. you know, a lone a lone ranger so to speak, someone who is not coming in being hired as a as like a company guy yep. or something. I'm not a no one hired a vendor and I'm their tech that they sent out on tour. I am hired and salaried through the artist yep. and their business manager on every gig that I do. So that being said, it's it's those people that have to pick up the phone and call me. So like, I like to think that, you know, I mean, it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's luck. We all like to say that it's luck or whatever, yeah. but I think that it's, you know, I put a lot, I put a lot of, and my wife would be laughing right now because she knows, um, you know, I put a lot of effort and it doesn't, it's not like I'm acting or trying, but I, I, I try to steer my ship always in the direction of trying to get on the same mental level as the artist that I'm working with, yep. you know? And again, it's not bullshit. Like it's not bullshit. It's, it's, it's a true, like if I'm here yep. and you're, you have me here, I want to be like, I want to be busy, especially nowadays. Like I, I got a family. I, it's one thing to like miss my wife all the years that I've been gone. And you know, her and I used to tour together and whatever. Yep. We could talk about that, but like, yep. you know, that's so, but now having like a having a, a kid and another one on the way, like all that stuff, I really like value the relationship that I'm having, and I've always thought this way. It's not yeah. something that as like a dad I figured out or whatever. I've I realized way early on, and even into my childhood. Like my dad, my dad was always very, and it still is very um, adamant about like treating people how you would want to be treated. That's funny like, how that it goes so a long cliche, way, right? but it, like, no, it it's, really it's, yeah yeah but it's cliche only people, it's only called cliche because people are are you know they're little bitches about it i think yeah and dude i but I but i think that i have i again i like i've i spend a lot of time trying to like when everybody goes up and sits with the artist and does their little powwow and then they all you know snap break and the they huddles over like i'll try to stay a few extra seconds yeah and like just get on the level because I think that my involvement and especially from a creative aspect, not to be like heady or, or whatever. I mean, I don't care even at this point. Like I know that the the projects that I choose, I'm able to, um, I'm there for a reason and I can, and if I, I know nowadays, especially if I'm going to speak up, you know, that I, I got something to say, I'm not going to just sit there and start blabbing. But so I, so, but like going back to the luck thing, I think that again, it's, I've put in that, that work to, to make it. So it's aware to everybody that I work with that I'm like, I'm here for a reason. I'm yeah. here to work and I'm here to, to help. And with the further whatever. So I think that that, that proves to people that, that I'm a valuable guy. Yeah. And it, it's the same thing. Like it, you try to be fun to hang out with. You try to be a good person to be around you. Of course, you want your skill to be top notch, but I know a lot of guys who are like brilliant when it comes to the the science of audio and sound and whatever, yeah. but they can't they're not they can't hang. And if I was a tour manager or but whatever, I'd but, never put them with my artist. And that just so, speaks volumes to people. But that's but that's that, I, th- I think that's just like the same across the board for any profession. I mean, of like course. it's people all the time. Except the artistic balance that you have to, you know, in a job like what I do, yep. is where it's a weird game, man, because you're you're being hired to support this person's idea yeah as wild as their ideas may be sometimes mm-hmm. and you have to translate that and you have to do you have to like it's very things you're living with these people also when you got on tour like it's a very it's a very you have have, interesting environment you that have you're to be,
0: in you have to be personable like what i what i was gonna say was like you know i i don't I, i'm not downplaying what we do but like our designs are very simple. They're yes. very simplistic. I mean, we've done some other stuff recently that's that's way more on the artistic side. But um, same, same thing with you. Like, there are so many talented artists. There's so many people that are so much smarter than me, so much – just they have so much go- – like, I look at a guy, like the guy who inspired me so much was Johnny Cupcakes, and, like, I see his posts, and I'm just like, God, I wish I had that creativity. God, I wish I had that that intricate, fine detail that he has or, like, just – the way he builds things out and the way he, he promotes and does things. And, um, but you know, some people will look at him and say the same thing. Like, well, those designs really aren't that crazy, whatever, you know, but it's like, it's, it's people want to be around you, hire you, buy your stuff because of that, that really, that family type personable feel. Like they, they, they connect to you for all the other reasons. You know, why they make the purchase is, is emotionally based. Yeah. Why they hire you is emotionally based. like, they, they had a good experience with you. They had a good conversation with you. They feel comfortable around you. You know, like we had people in here Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We had people that drove uh, four hours round trip to get here, mm-hmm. you know, from Farmington, Maine, because to, to, they like our brand and they wanted to bring their, their little girl in to get her, get her photo taken. Yeah. And it's like, you know, why did they choose us? You know, it's all these other things. It's all the other things years before that they saw us do that they trust us with that. Same thing with you. They 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 see your resume. They see like you said, these guys that are amazing at, at sound and doing all this stuff. But like they choose you for all the other, you know, reasons. It, it's, yeah. it's not. It can't just be for the talent side. It yeah. just can't. I mean, the greatest basketball player, the greatest musician, the greatest artist in the world. You probably don't know their name. Yeah. Maybe you know LeBron. I mean, I don't know. maybe there's some guy somewhere fucking. Duncan from the, the you know the three point line or whatever, but like you you don't know their name. I mean that doesn't always guarantee that you're going to be the best at said craft. Yeah, it's really just about the time and the effort and the work you put in. I mean like I made it very clear on here like I am not a smart person but at all. Like I'm if you smart. put long division in front of me right now, that was taught to us in what fifth sixth grade. Yeah, couldn't do it. Oh dude, if my if my it, high school transcripts
1: like, ever leak. Yeah, dude. Yeah. like
0: I openly talk about how like I remember like my my. Guidance counselor was like, you should really look into like automotive. You know, you should really go to like a, a technical school. Um, you know, your your SATs are not stellar, what have you. And I think it was solely because nothing I was looking at in, in high school really genuinely interests me. And then like at the end of college, I kind of picked up these pieces of marketing and all of that. And now it's hilarious to look back at it because now you know, twelve years later, it's like that's all I do. I mean, yeah. this is just I'm basically just marketing. The next thing and the next thing and yeah. the next thing yeah man so it, it's really like
1: i don't know how much time do you even have in your day to be like catching up with all the other bullshit like you just have you gotta None. Be, yeah exactly None.
0: it's like exactly. you you i i yeah. that's like i it's so weird like i was talking to my girlfriend amy last night or two nights ago about this but like we we're talking about like facebook invites and like um <laughs> how many invites like people send you and this and that <laughs> and like I don't mean to be rude, but I, I just, I don't check my Facebook. I don't check my Facebook. I just don't ever think to like check Facebook and scroll through Facebook. I just don't do it. Um, you know, if I didn't have a brand, I'd probably still have my personal Instagram just to be stupid on, but the majority of stuff now, I mean, I just post just to, to kind of further whatever catalyst is doing. I really don't have time to like check in on what everybody else is doing or follow anything. And I kind of like that, you know, I'm kind of insulated here and in office in, in
1: Bitterford, you know, I'm not really around anything. So I like it that way. But I was always safe on the on the social media thing, even through like that that whole Owl City up like blowing up thing was like, you know, it, it hit around the world. So there all of a sudden there's fan accounts and there's all these people and they're yeah. kind of following your thing. And I was on Twitter for a while, but um but then you know, and then I when I went to Christina Perry, it was like same thing. Great fans, really wonderful people. They'd send us all these like gifts and shit like that. Yeah. And then when I started working with Demi, uh, shit started getting weird <laughs> with with fans. So I so my Instagram, which yep. by that point was the only thing I was really using, I made private and it still is to this day. It's because yep. I I just I go and back again, and I forth have a, on that. I have a family now. Yep. I don't need people. Yeah, I already don't like post a lot of stuff on social media of like my wife and my kid and all that stuff because like. I don't need that to be think about I keep my Instagram very professional. That's how I look at it. Not mine. Yeah. (laughs) Not mine. But it's fine. I just I made that point and then I and I just kinda stick to it. Like I like having my you know, I feel like my stuff, I look through my stuff and it's a very kind of like inspirational based, I guess, but I'm just kinda like. I love the one moment and it's like, boom, even if it's a, if it's a couple months later, yep. I'll do another one. Cause it's just like, but whatever. I, dude, think about, but I always say this, think about... I'm not in the glory gig for myself. No. You know what I mean? Which is... Which is... I'm in the biz side of business where no one knows who I am, yep. just like you no, that's just fine. said. Yep. And that's, and that's, it's so funny because... Um, I'm fine with that.
0: Dude, think about like 15 years ago before Instagram and Twitter and MySpace and all this stuff. Like, if you wanted to know that someone knew that you were married, you had a kid, uh, someone was pregnant, they got engaged you you had to be friends with them and speak to them and know that <laughs> wait what yeah yeah. I don't what? yeah so like that's like when when amy and i first started dating i think like there there was probably a lot of people that were probably like you guys posted much together you guys posted much together it was just that we were both very oh, we happy just... but 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 you know the thing is though but then like as time's gone on her and i have both kind of like she has her thing she has a huge following of people that follow her business and like all the stuff she does and there's people who come in here and literally just talk to me about all the stuff that she posts and how they, they love her. And, and then there's my side, and I have my stuff with Catalyst. And we we make it a point not to be, like, this weird, annoying couple that's always like, hey, we're doing this together. Hey, we're doing this together. And when we have really special moments, we're not, we're not posting them anymore. Like, we're just – we had this discussion one time where it's just like, this is meant for us, you know? Like, and what are we really doing when we post – these very personal, private things. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not for everybody else. So that's why now I treat my Instagram as just a, a hilarious, completely making fun of myself, stupid thing. Right. And I don't take myself seriously because I used to be like, as I've discussed many times on here, it was always serious. Right. It was always a, a, a self-stroke fest. It was always just trying to take myself way too seriously, which is what so many people get caught up in. And you, you just, you just can't. Right. You know, like that. That, that to me, like when I see somebody like taking themselves. Like, the worst thing I see is when, like, there's, like, a younger kid and he, like, you know, he... he, Oh, my God. Like, it'll be, like, a picture of him next to, like, some rented car, like, on a cell phone. Like, oh, like, I didn't know that freaking P. Diddy was here to, like, run my company. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, bro, like, you you live with your parents. Like, you need to, like, get real. Like, just, just be you. People want to know you. They don't want to know. Like, you could easily... I'm sure there's a million stories that you could tell where you could be like, oh, I could take a selfie with this person, or I can get a picture with this person and blast it and just show everybody what I'm doing, or maybe some some sort of uh, celebrity that they love that they'd be jealous to see you with. I'm you, don't, I'm you don't do it because you you are not doing it for that reason, and that's why you stay. Yeah, the people who do it for those reasons,
1: they're gone within a year or two. Yeah, you see it in every line of work, and I don't. I think that I don't. I don't post a lot. Uh, Since the Demi days, and it's not to diminish the level of any of the other artists I've worked for, but since it got that crazy, like when I really like hit that pop game where people are just, can I say they're fucking crazy, dude?
0: Yeah, people are crazy.
1: Yes. Like, you know, they like some kids are just, they're just crazy. Like parents fail, Mm like kind of thing. Like you're just like, how did you turn out like this? And they start getting scary and, and crazy. So so i was just like and then on top of that like i'm starting to sign some like real long like 10 12 page ndas yep. and stuff like that um with all of my artists that i've ever worked with since that's been a it was always a big thing but that's especially like in the pop industry especially you know they're protecting those those artists quite yep. heavily um, so a lot of the stuff is just warranted like yo i'm not going to i'm not going to like start handing out trade secrets or this and that and whatever but, like, even on the SIA tour, like, the, the big U.S. run that we did uh, in, at the end of 2016, like, two-month run, part of my thing is me and three other guys, our stage manager, our wardrobe person, and, our, and the guy that, the, that did all the wigs on that tour. Mm-hmm. So very, like, specific, like, black and white wig that, that all the dancers about, yeah. and SIA would wear and all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um, the four of us would do this tour that people would come and do, like, a, a VIP um, thing. Whatever, and yeah. so they'd come to my station first when I was doing monitors for her. And, um, and I'm over side stage and, and I'd run them through and show them her microphones that she used on stage. Yep. And I'd go through how her in-ears work and I'd literally hold them up. These are her, these are S- Sia's in-ears. These are yep. what she's going to wear. I plug it into this pack and yep. she does the, and like people are literally like, I'd have, I'd have our person who was running the whole thing, like looking at me every day, pointing to their watch, like wrap it up. Wrap it like, up. <laughs> yeah, cause I, people would just be like, you know, I was a cool dude about it. I was like, yep. Fuck yeah, let's let's treat this as like a Disney experience. Come on yeah. by, like, what's up, folks? Yeah. You paid for this, yeah. Wink, wink. You know, yeah. Uh, I, and and uh, but like, so they let me do that kind of stuff. I could give people inner secrets, but you just got to know again, like, where to draw the line. And that's my way to draw the line is to is to make that stuff private because I I'm not breaking any rules. I got nothing to hide. Obviously, I'm. There's. I mean, I only have like twenty five hundred followers. It's yeah. not a big deal. But. Yeah. Um, but I turn a lot of people away. I will say that, like that, where I'm just like, I'll check if I don't really know you. If it looks like a fan, you know, I turn them away just because, like, dude, I don't care. I'm not gonna like get more work because a hundred fans loved how it sounded. But there was there was a tipping. It's, it'll get there was a tipping
0: point with that though. Like I remember, there was a, like I remember when people first discovered Instagram, and there was like this this not this rush, but like this thing where. I was on it really early. Yeah. Oh my God! Like someone has a thousand followers. Someone has someone has ten thousand. You looked at someone with ten. I mean, like now it's like. Oh, dude. Yeah. I don't. I, I go back and forth with my Instagram being private because um, I've gotten a lot of weird messages, <laughs> um, and it's usually from like if um like it usually happened after like uh, a WWE thing would happen or uh, especially after the Rock thing happened that was really weird. Um, but on the on the um, the Catalyst page, obviously that's open. Um, but on Facebook, especially I haven't approved a friend request on Facebook. in I think like two years, There's like 189 <laughs> friend requests that I yeah. just, I don't like the whole need to have like followers and be friends with people is like really passed me by. Like yeah. I really don't, um, I mean, I, even if I meet somebody one time, it's like, do I really want that person having access to my life? So it's yeah. kind of weird. Like I'm 34 and it's like, I live my life as an adult before social media and then, during it and now it's kind of this weird stage where it's almost like too much and i'm kind of like pulling back where i'm on it a lot for catalyst obviously but on the other side of it i kind of just treat it as fun and it's like if you're friends with me and you know that it's it's fun whatever for sure but it it, like on the other side of it like i always go back and forth about making my instagram private because i really don't put a lot of catalyst stuff on there i don't need to anymore i mean there was a time where i had more followers in the catalyst page yeah you know so now that that's well surpassed on the Good. catalyst yeah. side <laughs> now i'm like okay i don't need to talk about this to people who know me you yeah. know like they know yeah. they follow it already but even if know. you
1: even if you did so what yeah it's it's in every follow once in a while I you will. want now now on instagram you can you can unfollow people but still be their friend like yep. it's it's i mean great dude, feature by the way talk great about, fe- great yeah. feature but also like i'll straight up i'll straight up stop following people yep. and Same. then refollow them. I've had a couple people yeah, question me about it. Yep. I'm like, Oh, you're this sorry,
0: a- dude. You were this annoying me. I'm sorry. wasn't into
1: it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wasn't into it. I don't care if you're into mine. I dude, I don't yep. care. Yeah, I don't care. I do mine. My, my Instagram since day one was like the drummer and the guitar player, my two yep. best friends and Christina Perry's band, like being like, I can't believe you don't have Instagram at this point when it was like blowing up mm-hmm. like 2012, yeah. 2011, yep, 2012. Yeah. And, uh, and so I just started like it was fun, and but I was I wanted to be really selective. I I think that to me, as I th- scroll through like my Instagram, it's like I'm not seeing any like, just like yeah. pictures of me on the beach with a beer in my hand or something. I try to just like it's like boom show photo yeah. or like here's like us rocking this well, you festival see, in Slovakia. you want
0: like, to see stuff that interests you. I mean I I went through that a year ago. I did like a like a like a deep clean like a year ago. It was so funny too because I I cleaned out my Facebook in my Instagram and it was so fucking funny because when I did my Instagram, I probably, I probably unfollowed like probably a few hundred people. Um, I think I only follow like 600, but they're like, you know, they're probably a few hundred people I, I know or people that I observe from afar that I appreciate. And then like some brands that I like. Yeah. Um, but it was so funny cause there was, I got so many messages from people that were like, Why, why'd you unfollow me? It's like, first of all, how the fuck did
1: you know I unfollowed you? Yeah. <laughs> You're che- Yeah.
0: Second of all, I, I just, it,
1: if it's like this whole I'll put it world. on the record that I've never done that to anybody. <laughs> I've never like no, looked. Oh it. yeah, no, I and, don't care. And people, but I can, apparently there's apps that tell you and people
0: unfollow you, and it's like I've heard about. Why that. do you care? Yeah, it's so stupid. I man. don't like go do something
1: with your life. Why I do. do you, I, I, why I do you care?
0: Yeah, I just so that's that's like the only thing that I'm fearful about. Like when I think, I keep saying there's going to be a tipping point, and I and I truly think there is. I mean, there can't be people out there still that still fall for when they see like a fake Instagram profile or they see that someone's putting on a front. I mean people I, have dude, to I, feel, know
1: like, I feel like by the, now. I feel like the tipping point is just gonna be people just will get bored of it and, and treat it a different way at some point. I mean like it's like anything else in like human nature, I feel like. It's just people are just gonna They're just gonna get sick of looking on Twitter every day or something. Yep. I don't I don't know that it's because there's enough people out there that realize, like, man, you, even you just go on Twitter and it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of dumbasses saying stupid people shit. People just shitting on stuff. That's all it it's, is. It, like, yep. it, really? I mean, not yep. to like, if you have a popular Twitter account, then kudos to you. But like, also like getting limited to how much you can type, how much you can, yep. whatever. It's just all a. It's fine if you want to be like a, like I follow a Bruins Twitter account because I like to. There's some news you know, smaller news outlets in Boston that have like different player stuff and whatever. Fine. That's cool. That's great. But like to hear like Cindy Joe Schmo comment on like of the president's (laughs) Twitter, like you're a fucking idiot. It's just like, dude, yeah, you are the, you're as our buddy, Chris would say, you're the first to go. Yeah. You're the first to go for real, dude. There's too much of that. There's too much of people just being, being able to, to openly open their mouth. And I mean that in a very arrogant way. I mean it how it sounds like it's just, you don't just shut your mouth.
0: I was on a podcast. It's funny. This is a great direction to go. in. I was on a podcast like a year ago. A, the Facebook page had like a million follows. It was this woman who was an actress. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. She's been in like B horror movies, but for some reason she somehow somebody suggested me in their comments of people they should interview. Right? So she interviewed me. So it was a Skype call. She was in LA and anyway, I don't remember the name It was like an uplifting style podcast, like like inspiring stories. Mm. Anyway, we got to a section of the podcast where she was talking about this topic. Yeah, And I said, I go, I go, I honestly, I go, freedom of speech is a great thing. I'm like, it's great that we have that. I go, But at the same time, I go, I feel like so many people should not have that ability to voice their opinion. I go because there's so many things that like people put so much work into that like a year can go into making an album put it out. Some dipshit goes on Twitter or on Instagram and goes, this sucks. And it's like, I don't think that that's – I don't think – I mean, you should have freedom of speech for sure, but also at the same time, like, I I just – I don't like how much anybody can just say – and now it's become like a thing. People, there's just millions and millions of people who just – that's their thing. That's their gimmick. They go through Instagram. They go through Twitter. They shit on everything they see.
1: And it's just like,
0: I just don't – I don't – I have – you know how many times I've left a negative comment on anything on the internet? Zero. Yeah. Because what the fuck does my opinion matter? I about- did on
1: Yelp one time to a UPS store. Uh, I won't <laughs> mention which one, but they're local. And I'm looking at you, Tom. <laughs> no, but Asshole. I
0: just, I, I just view it as like if I'm go like when I go through Facebook and I see like an ad pop up for like Wayfair. Yeah. Let's just whatever. Let's just say something random. And someone has a mad face on it, oh, bro, excuse me, like, you have a mad face on a Wayfair ad? Like, what did they do? Like, kill your dog? Like, yeah. what are we talking about here? Like, and there's some comment where it's, like, customer service was terrible. Like, don't boycott this company. Like, da 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 And it's, like, okay, what? Like, yeah. this is, I know they're a huge company, but, like, it could be, like, we talked about, like, I think it was Joe and I were talking about it. Like, it could be traumatizing. You're a 14-year-old girl, and you put a song on the internet, or you're just trying to get something out there. Yeah and some random
1: person tears you down, it
0: could be crushing for that person. Yeah, it's
1: like we we need to... It's not freedom of speech that I have a problem with. It's that back in the day, quote-unquote, in order to like get that stupid thought out of your head into even... 50 people's ears yep. you had to be that asshole at yep. the supermarket with the megaphone being yep. like excuse me everybody Donald Trump is a racist or you had to have a column in a magazine exactly. or a but newspaper or you had a to lot, be on radio but that takes a lot of work yes and these people that we're talking about are not yep. just that type of thing I'm convinced of that or at least I've convinced myself of that enough where I I just wanna it's just backed me off dude and, uh, yeah. and I think that I'm fine with it <laughs> yeah like no, when it. I look at Same. my daily yeah. life and I look at all the things that I think that I think that mostly, yes, there is an issue with like people using social media way more than like the the beautiful human interaction, yep, yeah uh, that that you can have, but like that's dude, that's your problem, not mine, yeah, I love my what you know, like yeah, my wife and I'll sit there sometimes and catch us on our phones or whatever, but like it doesn't mean that like we don't love the things we have, the other things we have less than the thing the phone in our hand, like whatever. I would like I make a joke with my dad all the time who's, you know, 67 years old, who always like talks about, you know, millennials, this and whatever. Yeah. And, you know, very smart guys, hilarious. But it's just like I'm like, dude, if you had this phone when you were like twenty two years old, you would you'd be on I mean it all the, the time. Thing, yeah. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. It's you can't correlate The generations and how they've, if any of them had, like, if the people in the 1800s had a car, holy shit, like, you know, like, they would have used it to a different, you know, in a different advantage and all that stuff, so. Yeah, I I just. I think it'll all work itself out. It's tough, but in the, you're right, in the entertainment uh, factor, too, like, um, you know, like. To, for people to just put out a song, say, and for someone to go on there and to just be so harsh. So it's like the song is already out, yeah. you douchebag. Yeah. What do you want? They've already gone through all the work to post it on iTunes and have iTunes approve it and get the financials in order. Like, yeah. dude, what are you th- even thinking is – what is the point? You want them to take the it only, down?
0: So the only good thing, the only good thing about that that I've learned, and I had to learn it the hard way – was I used to care so much about any, any, any comment that wasn't, like, completely positive. What I learned is that, though, it, it's hard to learn this. It doesn't matter. Like, unless you get canceled because you're, you know, a terrible person or you're Harvey Weinstein, like, yeah, a lot of people saying bad things about you will, will that, that, that's probably true. Yeah, that will hurt you. <coughs> Excuse me. But one person's opinion or a few people's opinions out of a few hundred or a few thousand like that doesn't affect how you make your living, what you do in your life. Yeah. Prime examples I always give. They're, they're, you know, we reach a lot of people now, so not everybody is going to have the best experience. I always try to make sure 120 percent, 150 percent that everybody always does. I go out of my way for people. We do. But if there's a sale going on, there'll, there'll be 20 emails of just people who will just leave the sweetest notes, the nicest things to say, the people we met yesterday but then there'll be some person who sees an ad or sees something and they'll just say something terrible. Yeah. And like I've said before, like if it's personally attacking the people in the photo or kind of really rude, it's like we say with Chris, it's it's grand slam time and yeah. I have I have openly talked about that and posted those. But it weighs itself out and you just get used to the fact that like it's what we live in now and there's going to be people with really shitty opinions and but at the end of the day like they're not dictating your success in what you do. But for a younger person, like I always say, like for a younger person who is like, you know, 18, 17, 20, 21, fresh out of college, uh, they might not know this and they might not know this because they haven't had experience in said job or, or doing what they're doing. So they could think like, Oh my God, like, is this what everybody thinks? Yeah. I'm I'm a victim of that. But it's like, as time goes on, you, you plow through You're 10 years in, I'm 12 years in, I'm here. We're sitting in a new store, a new office, Things are going great for us. And so I look back and I go, man, like that, that really didn't have any effect on me. You know, like same thing with you, you know, like, it's like nothing that was said or done negative nor positive has affected your outcome in life more than what you've done. Yeah, It's always, it always comes back to you always.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Have a conscience and be able to like empathize with people and be able to just like, I mean, I say relate, that's the same as empathize, but I mean, you know, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I really, I think that human interaction is the thing that, that a lot of people do lack. But again, I don't, it's like, you either figure that out or you don't. At yeah. this at a certain point in your life, like yeah. when you, if you haven't figured out how to like interact and communicate, you're just gonna kind of be that way forever. And I, I know now like, even just professionally working around town, I know that there's certain people that have not adapted to other ways of people's thinking, you know, the majority I mean majority in a way of like, yeah, we've all collectively agreed on a way that we're all going to treat each other in this scenario or whatever. Um, But whatever, dude, that's the way life goes. When you get older, though, it's
0: kind of, this is the kind of the great thing that I have loved about getting older is when you get older, you feel, at least for me anyway, I feel less pressure to, to facilitate a change Mm. with somebody that I may have, you know what I mean? Like, like you just said, like, you see, you know, you, you, you feel less pressure to be like, look. I'm going to try to change this person's mind on something. Yeah. As an adult, as you get older, you're like, these are the things I like. These are the people I like to be around. If this person is like this, that's fine. Yeah. I don't need to talk to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why like I love, like, that's why like in the last couple of years, like I found so much just happiness in like being alone, selecting the people I'm around, getting, driving 30 minutes west of here and fishing in a town of like 30 people. Like yeah. I love just being alone and like having Absolutely. that. Just interaction with, like, being outside or, like, being with my girlfriend or my dog or, like, you and I. Yeah. I don't see you but, like, once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. But every time, it's great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and you're somebody who, like, I like being around.
1: Yeah. You know, we don't see each other but I also, schedules. But I also keep up with you on all the social media. Yeah, stuff so we're sitting said, here. So, yeah, like so. I, it's not like I'm, like, Jesus Christ, dude, I haven't seen you in <laughs> forever, you know? Which is which is awesome. And I, that's yeah. how I treat my social media. Going it's back good, to the Facebook thing, I was, yeah. like, I you know, at this point – I use Facebook to keep in touch with people that we're not like texting or anything yep. like that. It's like that's what I use. It's like a it's like a phone book yep. for me. And all my Instagram stuff just goes to my Facebook and I don't really post anything else unless it's unless it's a uh, a rant about about a <laughs> New Year's Eve performance or or a local television speaking show of Mariah? That, I, that I need to, that I eventually I have
0: take to, down. I kind of, okay, so you just have a problem with Mariah's performance or the, or the person she is. Let me just
1: say that I okay. know everybody, with the exception of maybe two other techs on that entire audio crew that were working that show. Yeah. So I really know what happened.
0: Okay. And?
1: her, It was her wardrobe, people, that, that fucked it up.
0: Okay. Her right.
1: ear, they didn't put her ears back on right, and you know, because and I only take offense to it because they she openly blamed the audio company and said that they screwed it up everything. Like, I know everybody from the broadcast engineer all the way to the tech that was had the pa- his pack, his her inner pack, yeah. and her in ears that are like the headphones that go in her ears from the performance that were ripped out of this guy's hands.
0: So, did those people, uh they didn't see any repercussions for that, right? When she blamed it on them. No, like, that. No, they didn't, didn't see like repercussions, them,
1: right? but that's what the that's what's bullshit about it is yeah. that she just went and slandered this company. Yeah. and they don't. There's of course no repercussions. So what? I guess they could sue her for like defamation.
0: S- I guess yeah, yeah defamation of yeah, character.
1: Yeah. yeah, but like yeah. a, they're not going to do that because they're a bunch of audio guys and they're like <laughs> me. They're cool dudes. We're all cool guys. Like any you, of us are. You, you, you look should what sue it, Gary look what we're doing. Look at like what I have, I've been able to do this because I go and I like mix sound at a show. Yeah. I mean, it is a big deal. And this, the, like the mechanics behind it, I'm not going to say science, like I'm some brilliant person. Cause I just like you, I just am an idiot. No. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like, but I wasn't like this, you know, overachiever in high school or anything like that. Um, I, you know, no, but you were
0: willing, you were willing to learn and work. I had a, two things. yeah.
1: I had an appreciation for music, and it turned out that instead of the performance side of it, I I had a better ear. I could hear things a lot better, and yeah. and uh, and I pursued this goal. You know, sometimes you're like, what am I doing?
2: Yeah,
1: Wh- why and what and what? I, like, yeah. I experience that all the time, dude. Like, Same. I'll yeah. be on a huge gig, like looking out at like thirty thousand people, and yeah. I'll be like, why am I? Why did I get here? Why? Why yeah. me? Like why me that could like barely get through high school academically? You know, Uh, know, I wasn't like failing classes or anything, but I definitely was like struggling to get by in life and, you know, and like, and I still think it always comes down to the fact that like, I just, you got to have those like quiet moments to yourself where you're not in your phone, you're not on Twitter looking what other people are thinking. I, I like taking those moments where, yeah. Like I'm a creature of habit, so like I love having my moments where I can chill and I can yep. think about stuff and and make rational decisions and know when to like type a really like asshole-ish email and yeah. then sit on it for a second before you hit send yeah. and then go back and delete it all and type the real type the real email that yep. you're professionally going to send. Like
0: that was I, str- I struggled I struggle with that. Oh a man, lot. I I remember. Of course, it's a struggle. Probably uh, 2009 like 2011. When I – my first company, Elixir, I remember uh, even like late at, at the end of college, I was such an emotional e- emailer and texter. It, mm-hmm. was just, it was just like vomit coming. Yeah. You know, it was just like now, I mean like I've gotten so much better just probably by default because of customer service. I mean mm-hmm. like you'll get emails that are just not not rude, but you just want to respond a certain way. Yeah. And you got to – okay, give me a minute. Okay, and, and now all right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like you – you just learn to think uh, more level-headed when it comes to that stuff. I mean, yeah. I was so—I mean, I'm st- I'm a very emotional person anyway, but I, I've Same. learned I've learned to kind of harness
1: that and kind of use it. To- yeah, it's part of growing up. Yeah, and you can't get too hard on yourself about it too. I, I I I feel like I'm a um especially again I hate to use the dad thing again, but like after like I'm going on my third year of being a dad, it's like I started I've started to really get used to. Just eating the fact that like some people just are not going to get out of me what they want as far as like a type of response or yep. a type or like yep whatever I'm like no dude this is this is what we're doing and this is the thing you know and at some point you have to put your foot down yeah and um and and you gotta like you gotta own that decision yep. I think. I think it's the greatest part of getting older. and no one to apologize too. No one yes. to no one yep. to just be a man and yep. be like, "I love doing that, dude. I love yep. surprising people with a good apology, <laughs> dude." You ever do that? I do, I do. You literally like yep. kind of grab their arm a yep. little bit, and you're just like, "Listen, I, like I'm really sorry." And I'm again, that's not an arrogant thing. I like I I legitimately mean that. Like well, it's respected. It, you know I mean, that it's, so many people don't fucking do that. Don't apologize. You're yep, such like. Yep. it's such the opposite, and to just man up yep. and to just like come up to somebody and be like, you know what? I was wrong. Yep. And you were totally right, yep. you know, and, th- and I'm really sorry. Like yeah. I, I kind of made you feel like a dick and I'll go up to other people who might've witnessed you, that too, and been like, I you, was wrong. You do realize that that's hard for a lot of men. It's, it, it is hard. So, so,
0: uh, totally, do. I think it was two or three episodes back. Uh, it's the gentleman I talked about that kind of coached me along. Yeah. Uh, the guy who owns the print shop. Yeah. Yeah. He is very much that kind of guy. He'll never hear this, but I hope he does actually. Um, But he he I remember there was one time there was one time I was still using his shop to uh, uh, Print out the vellum paper and to to burn the screens. I was using his screen room I paid him a fee to use his screen Mm -hmm. room because we didn't have water at the other place So I remember one time I was I was I was doing you need water to do the whole process Yeah, yeah, so I remember I I gave him a new piece of art I go, okay, I want can you print this out for me? So I can burn this and I can get out of your hair and I, I I don't remember what it was It was something that we did last summer that sold crazy and I, I showed it to him, and he, I remember, like, he was pissed off about something else, and he made some comment where he said something like, "He's like, yeah, you're fucking reaching here. Like, this is, like, how much farther are you going to go with this shit? Like, something stupid where he was just pissed that he was doing it, but yeah. he said something, and I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. Like, just, uh, I think this, you know, I think this will do well. But, like, and there was, like, a weird, awkward silence. The next week, he was, like, very, like, overly nice to me. Hmm. And I was like, man, I was like, I wonder if he's ever going to apologize for, like, kind of like that dick thing that he said to me. So it was one of the nights we were down here. It was right around, yeah, it was August going into when we were moving down here. We were in here, we were building out the place. Fucking great. I love the guy. And he fucking, he got all almost like teared up. <laughs> it's like, he's like, you know, that day I said that thing to you at the office and like I was making fun of like the thing you had given me. Like, ah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really sorry, bro. Like, I love you. Like, I love everything you do. I'm so proud of you. And I'm just yeah, like, it has been eating away at him. I was like, dude, I was like, no worries, man. I was actually wondering when you were gonna say that. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, no, he's like, I just, I love you, and he's like, I love you like a brother, and I just know that that was like a dick thing to say, and I yeah. was like, but you could tell that, like, yeah, it's cool. It, it took him to forever to work up to that point yeah. to say that to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I think uh, being in a, a, a good relationship taught me how to apologize. I mean, we don't fight a lot in my relationship. We get along very well, but I did learn through a good relationship how it's okay to sometimes be like,
1: you know what? I'm wrong. I'm. You yeah. know what? I can completely see it
0: from your point of view. I'm really yeah. sorry. Like, you yeah, know. it's
1: a two way street. You're not going to go up to some dickhead and be like, "Sorry, bro, I was wrong." It's like, screw that guy, you yeah. know. But to the people I care about, and the people I love, and the people who like, I want to understand that I am like a rational human being. Yeah, in a world full of like bullshit artists, irrational, irrational tweets, Instagram posts. Oh, yeah, or just people, like anything. if I don't have to be if yeah if like that like if you don't have to be reprimanded or what you just can trust that I I see I like in my part of the industry, I work with a crew, you mm-hmm. know? So like I'm, I'm with a bunch of guys who are like, basically as I like to call them blue collar guys, yep. we're all working in a trade, whether it's, you're the lighting guy, you're the audio guy, you're the video guy, you're the, the rigor who goes up and hangs all the chains, to yep. chain motors to hang the, the big production you see on stage to the truck drivers, to the tour managers, to the, the yep. catering people to everybody. We're all doing some sort of trade, but, like, the, the best part of the job is the fact that, like, we can all come together and, like, especially the people out on stage, not not much of, like, the backstage in this idea, but, like, you know, all of us together can kind of, we're in this together, you know what I mean? There's this teamwork, there's this camaraderie, and, like, you're just one piece of the puzzle, yeah. you know, and, and taking honor in that, taking honor in knowing that, like, no, the spotlight doesn't hit you every day, yeah you know, like, 've I've mixed some big shows and yep. the spotlight doesn't hit me once during the show yep you know yep. it's like it's a cliche but like uh, that's how I like to think of it uh, you you're you're each contributing to it to one main cause and that's to support this artist that's a, that's and, a um that's
0: a rare it's a rare thing you just said though I mean today I mean like 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 we keep referencing Crylia obviously we're gonna um, but it, it doesn't he, matter. Guys, what was the, shit. what was the thing he said in his pot, his up about how everybody's a star of their own movie. Yeah. I, I, I always, I Denzel. Lately, lately, I've been saying that it's like people, everybody, everybody, everybody's Denzel Washington. Want, yeah. That nobody wants to be the guy in the back who just had a part in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's, and that's, that's the same thing with mine. Like I, I very much, like we talked about, like I very much have removed myself from like I every day, it's a check-in. People will see my face on the Catalyst page. But on my personal page, it, it, it's – you can go through it right now. Facebook, Instagram, there's very few things where I'm like, hey, we're doing this. Hey, we're doing this. Like, hey, this happened because of me. That, Hey, this happened because of us. Like, it's just yeah. not – and I think that comes with age and that comes with maturity and that comes with just knowing that you did a good job and yeah. that you, you're you part of a creating, creating of something maturity. really special. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's why now, like, I'm very torn. I always say this. I'm very torn. I see these young kids. You know, Kids that are starting brands, they're doing music, and just I see, their, I see their posts, and I want to say something. And I want to maybe coach them up on how to act. But then also Facebook has this thing where it says, see your memories today. And sometimes it will show you posts that you posted. And so I don't say anything because I go back through those sometimes, and some of the shit I was <laughs> writing 9, 10 years ago yeah. looked just like that. Yeah. So I sit back and I go, you know what? Let them have that cocky ridiculous moment yeah exactly whatever it might be and then five ten years from now they can kind of learn from it like i learned from it Mm -hmm. um so thank you for facebook mark mark zucks for for adding that feature if that was you yeah Um, no i've seen that too man yeah because like some of the just the the stuff that i would write i would just see it and i was like wow like that's really something i typed on the internet when i was 23 years old like
1: wow so well the one thing i'm proud of that i that I don't care to say is that I, I, you'll never, I'll never see a memory on there that had some like dumb political statement on it. Likewise. What, <laughs> Dude, I'm likewise, not talking about man. either side. I'm just saying like, yep, man, there are some, there are some things on there that I've seen from some of my friends where I'm just like, you just sound crazy. Yeah. And, and, I, it's, and you sound like really kind of sad and kind of, do you ever think, you know,
2: do you ever think,
1: uh, some, some people are, are on Facebook and they know who they are too, are like, are really funny at political or not. Like, it's yep. just funny. You know, that they're like extreme one way or the other. And yep. it's like, whatever. But some people that are, uh, they feel like they're like preaching. It's, it's really kind of just like, uh, it's what's pushed me off ever since Trump was elected, especially like I've, I've been basically like, off Facebook.
0: Yeah. It's insane. I mean, I, there are times where I just again, can't do it. Everybody, everybody's guilty of this. I'll be on my couch. Right. And yeah. I'm, Having a maybe three, four, five, seven glasses of wine. Right. And I'm just, I'll Facebook. Yeah. Facebook will just, I'll just start scrolling, right? And I'll just look through Facebook and like two minutes will go by and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. And then I'll see like a post under like a, it's always amazing under like, if if like Channel 6, CHA 6 posts like a, a Trump, whatever, news story. So not so let's click the comments. I just, oh, I, I just look, right? And isn't I that just, the best
1: game, though, to play? But, but I look I at them, and, I, and I'm, I'm
0: looking at these people, and I'm just like, you are an adult with a job, with kids, and you are in a 30-comment-long thread arguing with someone, no matter what side you're on, back and forth. And it's yeah. like, how much time has this taken up, in emotional space has this taken up in your brain today?
1: Yeah. And you know what even is more is haven't traveled a day in your life haven't ever experienced anywhere, probably even outside of the state of Maine. Yeah, in your entire life. Yep. That's a, that's where I'll get people. It's not on the, what job you have. I mean, you can't make fun of people because of what no. jobs they nope. have. I don't care not if you're a a plumber or if you're a, a state congressman or whatever. You know, like yep. it's it's all about the the having the broader scope. Like if you're gonna sit here and talk to me about immigration, yeah, I want to know. I want to see your passport. Yeah, show me your passport. <laughs> Show me that you've yep. actually gone out and you've shaken hands with people yep. like I have. Yep. Like in in these maybe shithole countries that you're so that you're proud to call about, yeah. that you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You have no idea because you watch one news and, outlet. And, and that is
0: why, and that is why I don't ever talk about that stuff because yeah. I haven't Neither had those I. like I because it means nothing. It means nothing coming from me and who am I? And I don't want to waste my time on it, but it's like I haven't traveled enough to give an opinion. I don't follow politics enough to have an opinion. Like yeah. I always tell people like I don't, I don't ask either, I don't ask people what political party they're with. People always ask me too. They're like, "Well, like, like who do you?" And
1: I go, "Dude, I'm with no one. I'm a good and if person and if you knew and I, me. And if you knew me, you know, if you got to like, know me, you'd know that that I'm not I'm not wearing some MAGA hat and I'm yeah, not wearing like, some blue, some blue yeah. pin. Like, can there just be something in between? It, well, there is. Can there just you're, be something you're talking in to him right now. That's who <laughs> that's I that's am. That's me too. Like yes. I just, I just, I have like, strong just left be in feelings and I have some strong right feelings. And yeah. even those two, co- those two phrases right there are such bitch ass phrases well, you're, to use because you're, it's are clearly a white
0: supremacist then.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty I'm much Henry him, yeah. Rollins character on uh, sons of anarchy, which I'm rewatching right now. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, no, I but I don't know man. I mean, I don't even want to get get into it cuz it's just stupid. I mean, I think I think everything just comes back to like just Being able to live have your opinion. live your life and have your moments and like yep. I, since even in the last 3 years like as I've been like s- slower off of like I'm just like on Instagram yep. posting my my one-off shots kind of that I'm doing yep. or a little video like you know, I'm I'm just living each moment as I can and and something cooler keeps coming up like every, so wherever you know, so I'm, I'm just trying to like live in those moments. I'm not trying to get caught up in some news story that everyone's trying to, you know, cause they're just bored as shit. I'm not I, bored. Yeah, so that, <laughs> I'm not bored. I'm busy so much it's, that like, it's so funny you say when that, it comes down I, I, to, yeah, when it comes down to all that extra noise, like yeah. I don't have time for it. You yeah, know,
0: I, I, I think I agree with that so much. I mean, I always, Alex and I always talk about it who, who works in here. I, I just, I just can't imagine having the time to like, in the day to day here, to be like, I'm gonna, you know what, I'm gonna put away all these other things I have going on that are occupying my headspace. I'm gonna jump on Facebook, on this news thread, and I'm gonna get in an argument with somebody. I know it's like, ridiculous. I just, I just, I, I just. I just hope that people realize that and this is what I and this is might be morbid, but I always, you know, I always say it. It's like I I don't have any time for anybody that's not going to, if they're still alive, come to my funeral or have something nice to say about me when I die. Yeah. Like, I just I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, he was really well known at his funeral for, uh, you know, talking shit on Twitter. <laughs> and like.
1: However, in 2015, he, was, he, was really, he had a sweater really, that yeah. had a
0: logo that was kind of
1: crooked. Yeah. He was like, oh,
0: I just I just I don't. I just don't, I, I just don't, I don't.
1: Yeah, you're the first to go.
0: You know, I, I don't, like, I don't have any interests, like, I don't care, and it's like, people are always like, you know, because you, when you get older, people will have, younger people will have jokes about you getting older, and I'm always like, dude, it's the best. Yeah. Like, I I I am so happy and comfortable with, like, where I'm at now. I feel no pressure with having to do anything for anybody. Yeah. You know, like, I get here, I drive like an asshole, yeah. even though it's 500 yards from here where I live. Yeah. And like, I come in here, I work till I'm done, you know, things are busy. It's great to see that there's this like this huge interest in what we do. And I'm so grateful for that. But it's like, it's just one of those things, like you said, you have those quiet moments, like my quiet moment comes every two weeks, you know, I sit in here, probably about 30 minutes before we do a sale at midnight. And I have a drink of wine, and I relax and I breathe in the space. And I'm just like, Wow, this is really incredible! Like yeah. that, this is happening. Like because three, four years ago, I had a shared office space in Portland, and I I shipped packages out of my house, you know, and I I'd breathe that in, and I'm appreciative. And then yeah. we go live, and there's people from all over the country and all over the world that jump on at midnight yeah. to buy stuff.
1: Yeah, and I'm so appreciative. And the of proof that. is in the pudding, man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm no, appreciative. Like, of no that. comment. Yeah, it's like that one negative comment isn't gonna like decrease your sales by what it, people just. If you don't know now that when you go on the internet, you go to look at an item on Amazon, even yep. and it has five stars, you go down to the comments. I do it all the time. I look at I look at maybe five or ten comments on a product that I'm like looking to buy, yep. and I get my opinion from the comments. And like yep. you come across the one people leaving one star, yep. like I mean even people leaving like two star. It's just like <laughs> you're dude. If you're gonna leave two, be a man and leave yeah, one. Like, like. <laughs> also. I don't know, man, and, and and even still, it's just like it, it, these people, you know, you just you just know it's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I the curveball every once in a while. You know it's coming.
0: I think our generation has a leg up, though. I, I keep I, I talked about this with Alex the other day. I think our generation has a leg up because, like, like you said, like
1: how, how old are you again? You're. I just turned 35 in Okay, December. yeah, so
0: we're pretty much the same age. Yeah. So I think, like, we, we have a leg up because we were adults.
1: Dude, we definitely – I don't even before, know what you're going to say, and yeah. I already know exactly what are We were you're adults
0: before social media.
1: We had the internet at, Through, at our yeah. middle school age. Yeah, yeah. We had it. We did, were the but, luckiest. But these kids, sure. like, kids
0: that were born in the year 2000 oh, yeah. have never – even say this, 2008, kids that are now 12 years old have never known a world – without social media.
1: I'm working with an artist right now who was born in 2002. Like he doesn't even know 9-11. Yeah. Oh my God. And that'll forever be fucking ingrained in my head. Yeah. yeah. But we all have those instances. That's why I don't, dude, I don't get caught up in the whole like, when I'm older or you're old or this old, like, fuck you. You're going to be old. You're going to be just my age in just a matter of years. You blink. Go ahead and blink. Go ahead and like get busy with your life to the point where, like, I literally was, like, having a beer last night on my back deck, just, like, getting some fresh air. And just last night, I was thinking about the fact, like, I've got the next, like, six weeks off, basically, yep. in my schedule. Yep. Where I'm lo- I'm working on Thompson's Point, and I'm doing stuff, like, from my home office. I'm not just, like, off, off, but I'm not traveling for six weeks. Yep. And I was just thinking, like, I literally said out loud, like, enjoy it now, because yep. it'll be May before you know it, and you'll yep. be looking back, like, I had this time to enjoy it. So I... I like doing that, man. And I think in general too, you know, uh I always like to um you know, just this is kind of a tangent for a second, but like I always like to plan my life maybe two, three months out. Yeah. And I've and luckily Hannah, my wife, is is on board with that and is yeah. also the same kind of way because uh it just makes you enjoy like the the time right now that you're that you have it's hard you know, to do currently. sometimes though you know yeah i know like, but you it's get,
0: yeah no I, you know. I i feel you like i i you know i have my, my canoe and my kayak sitting right there so i'm reminded every day that like i i cannot i don't i don't like ice fishing um
1: i'm not saying i don't think about the future i'm just saying yeah, like
0: but sometimes sometimes as humans we we look forward so much and yeah it's a constant battle for me like you just said where i'm just like just relax. Like you're, you know, you're, 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 you're pushing for the spring. Okay. So in the spring you're going to turn 35. Okay. So, so just breathe in this moment. Yeah. Breathe in the the months and just take away. If if
1: you get like a Sunday off every once in a while, like dude, take that Sunday and just like lay in bed half the day. Try it. Just like relax. Yeah. Learn to relax. Yeah. Not enough people know how, and I'm not talking about just sitting on the couch all day. I'm talking just like, yeah, know, know how to balance your life mm-hmm. where if you need to have that off time. I know so many people that, you know, um,
0: oh, there we go. Hmm. I think well, it's so good. Yeah, we'll take that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, with the with, with the relaxing thing though, I, I sometimes I I I think I've gotten better at realizing when I've gotten better at realizing when uh, I have to put in an insane amount of work and know that there's going to be a relaxing time. So like, like I was just talking to you when you got here Wednesday through last night was, was just the, I think I put in 40 hours in three days. Like it was just preposterous. It was a, it was a a chain of events that came together where we had to have samples ready, pop-up stuff ready. Uh, We had hundreds and hundreds of orders going out the door and it was just, it was, it was too much. And I just stayed, you know, late, you know, midnight one night, 10 o'clock the next night, you know. And then it was like Friday night, had no Friday night, Saturday night was here till seven o'clock Saturday night. So I was like, look, as soon as I'm done tomorrow, as soon as this is done, I I went to Target, I bought a razor scooter, <laughs> came back here, I showed Alex, I go, this is our Razor scooter now for the office. So it's I it's gonna scooter. get a hoverboard, but they don't go fast enough. So here we are. And I went home and I I literally I was kind of half sick. And from like two o'clock, until like eleven last night, I sat on the couch and I just watched Sopranos as always. Yeah, and just drank wine and just kept relaxing. And you kept do, relaxing. you boo. And I, and I, but I knew that that was the time that was coming. I was yeah. like, all right, Sunday. You know, so like, in, those
1: t- in those times come sometimes like the the most inspiring thoughts. You know, like yeah, I, the the calm before the storm. Yep. usually those moments. I, I'm dude. I'm used to going as you know three to five weeks at a time out where I'm not I'm where I'm Every away day. from my comfort Every zone day. yep and I so like I'm I'm used to having to like retain the the oh my god I miss home kind of feelings and all that stuff so I when I do get home and I do get those moments of silence um, or just the moments of like solace with my family it's yeah. like I like to cherish all that stuff and
0: I can't imagine what it's like for you too I mean like I I you know I don't have kids or anything but I when there's been times where I've been away from even my dog or my girlfriend for a week, I'm like, Oh God, this is like, I can't even imagine having a kid and being away for that long and coming back and how how special that must feel. Cause I, I just, you know, like I, I'm very spoiled. You know, I, I see my girlfriend, I see my dog every day and but when there's times when we're apart for a week or two weeks for whatever it might be, um, it's like this immense like longing to be home and just want that comfort. And I, I, so I can't even imagine. I think that's my emotional side will kick in when we do have kids. It's going to be very hard for me to 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 be away. But I
1: think of I mean it's you bring up a really good point because I you know I've had this conversation with some people that you know it's like the the generic like how could you be away from your family for so long? It's yeah. like I mean you don't you don't know you clearly don't know me. Yeah. Cuz like a I'm not not to diminish it, but it's not like I've just been Climbing into an SUV every night, my whole career grinding to even find a bed to sleep in, and yep. you know, getting a bag of chips on my rider or whatever. Like I've worked my ass off to get from doing the you know riding the belly of the beast uh, to like a point where I'm I can ride in a little bit of luxury these oh, days. Dude, you didn't just call then, a number to get that job, <laughs> no, dude, crazy. No, so it's you know, um, you know, it's just it, it's just interesting, like how. Yeah. Um, but you got to have somebody like you, you, you keep referencing
0: your wife Yeah, and, like I, you know, practically I'm married too. I think by law in a year we'll practically yeah. be married. Right. But it's one of those things where you need, you need to have somebody who understands that. Yeah. Like I, 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 there has never been a moment in my relationship where there's been a question of what kind of work I'm putting in. Yeah. If you need to be there, be there. This is what you've worked for. So now when we have these moments, we 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 are apart from each other a lot. She's up every day at five in the morning. She has clients from six in the morning till eight o'clock at night every yeah. single day. Yeah. Never sees the sun. In the winter, never sees the sun. Yeah. Just every day grinding, grinding. Yeah, grinding. exactly. Same with me. I'm, you know, if if you weren't here, I probably would have made it home still after she went to bed tonight. You right. know, there was weeks there <laughs> right. was from Wednesday to Saturday last week, like I said, I didn't see her during the day yeah. functioning as a human. I saw her on Sunday speaking yeah. to me. So but she gets that. And I understand the same thing. When she has her things, I understand the same thing. So you need you need someone in your corner that is going to understand that you 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 do a lot of things to get you to a point of, excuse me, getting into an SUV at night or like being able to go out for those times to do yeah. sound for somebody who's who's really well established. Like you pay your dues to get yeah. to that point. Yeah, it doesn't just get handed to you. You don't just choose like, well, you know what? I think I'm just gonna like. You know, not be around my wife or my kid or my girlfriend. Or, yeah. You know, whatever. I, I think I'm just going to choose to do that. You don't choose to do that. You work think, to get to that point, and then that just happens. Yeah. And they support you in that.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've so my wife and I, Hannah, uh, we we met on the road. She was hired by that band, Owl City, yep, uh, as their cellist, and she's an amazing cellist. She still plays with um, Amarantos Quartet here in town and all that stuff. And and um, and Hannah's done major TV shows and all that stuff. And I, we've grown together in this business. Yeah. Uh, granted, now, since since my son was born, um, she's uh, she's been a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. But, you know, so it, it puts more pressure on me to even have yeah. to work harder. And, 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 you know, in my eyes, these days, going back to the thing why people say, how can you be away from your kid? It's like, for one, my kid's going to be stoked when he understands, like, what kind of job I have and what I've been able to do and how you know, a kid who didn't really know where he fit in, in this world and didn't know, you know, I ended up figuring it out and, and, you know, I'm like sitting at music school 15 years ago, plus trying to play saxophone and trying to figure out if I'm going to play saxophone for the rest of my life. And while I was, I was good at it to a certain degree, I was like, I didn't know what I was going to do and I figured it out. And nowadays I get to like, I get paid a, a pretty good amount of money to like go and, travel and you know compared to the stress of what I do the money isn't anything it's yeah, probably yeah. I probably don't get paid half what I should get paid but <laughs> but like my kid's going to be stoked when they when he finds out really what I do and and I also do it to support my family and I yeah. and I'm also super proud and I'm also doing like the main main thing even on top of like me providing bread for my family is that I am like I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. Like I'm doing exactly what I set out to do. Yeah. I, I shifted gears. I went to school to learn how to become an engineer. I knew I could hear it. I knew I, ne- I just needed to like the tools to get yeah. it done. And so I went and did it and I made something of my life and I do have to travel, but also people don't, the other thing that I say to people often is you don't like a lot of people, unfortunately, and I'm not dogging on them. I'm just, it's true facts. Like, unfortunately, like the a normal, like kind of nine to fiver sort of life yeah, they don't. You don't understand, they don't understand the what you, like, you have no idea. It almost brings a <laughs> tear to my eye. Like, you have no idea the feeling of what it what it's like to miss somebody. Yeah, And I don't mean someone that's died or whatever, but to, I guess if, you know, someone in jail, it's probably the same thing. But, like, <laughs> even though I'm coming home, and I'm coming yeah. home with, like, you know, with, with money, and I'm coming home with whatever. So it's yep. all a good thing. But, like, to really, you know, I've I've had to leave my wife many, many times, yeah. you know, hundreds of times over... You know, to catch a flight and come back an X amount of days later or weeks or months later. And like, dude, we, her and I were just talking the other day about 2014 with Christina Perry. Like we had a two year, two and a half year album cycle in our face, like at the beginning of that year. And like we were sitting on our couch at home where we still live and like just like, holy shit, like looking at my calendar, like scared. Yeah. Not scared like because of anything, it just like just be daunting, dude. Yeah, like it was, was, was like, yeah, it was like eight and a half months of st- just that year, yeah, and um, scattered, but I mean, still like there was a couple, there were a couple like four, five, six week periods. And of course, as a couple, you start to, you know, she flies out to to you know to this gig, and that it's not like you don't see each other for that long always, but you know, it's just part of the gig, man. It, it's yeah. a, it's allowed me to to work maybe, you know. 30 to 50 days less a year than maybe the average person because I, which I could come home and just work another job and keep whatever. But again, I work really hard when I'm on the road, like very hard 20 hour days. There's
0: something about that. There's something about that though, man. Like I have, I I am lucky. I have some friends like you and and Pete and some other people that have worked and created their own thing and they work for themselves. And um, I don't think people understand that work a nine to five, which again, I most of my friends do it. There's, 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 there's such something amazing about putting in a hard day's work. But I, I don't think they'll. I have a friend still to this day, bless his
1: heart. And I'm talking about, uh, and you are too, I think. Just yeah, to he clarify just, that, he just there, there's people just that no, don't like. They're not doing that job because they want to be doing it. Yeah, you can still work a nine to five yeah, and have it be an sure, amazing job. For sure, it, it's just. <laughs> I just want to say know, that
0: even, even my mom. Like my mom worked. You know, she was a kindergarten teacher for forty years. She retired. And she has been the biggest supporter in me doing this. Always, Same, always, my mom too. Always been there, but like, like she'll 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 call me and just be like, "What are you? What are you? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm working." Yeah. And she's like, oh, "Can you talk right now?" I was like, uh, is is something really important, you know?" Yeah. And like sometimes <laughs> I have to like remember, like it's you know, those moments are fleeting. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, like just just talk. You can, you can give five minutes, but it's one of those things where it's like. I just, even my friend who came by who, you know, did, he was a merchant marine for 10 years. You know, he did 30 days on, 30 days off, made great money. Um, He took a job with Brickle men's products that actually two guys from my high school started that they're based in Westbrook or Portland now. Um, He took a job as like the machine engineer there, like the guy who like fixes, you know, all of the things that fill the, fill the products and the packaging and all this stuff. Anyway, he was having a kid, so he wanted to be home more. But even he, like, he's known me my entire life and he, he came here last week to, bring the canoe over and he just was like, man, like I just, it's just weird that you're here at, like nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, I know, but this is like, there's no, for someone like me, there's no other option for me. I have a hard time sometimes because a lot of my friends, they, they, they don't work for themselves, but I do have a lot of friends that do work for themselves and, and yeah. I see them, I see them less and I know they get it. Yeah. But there's a lot of times where people will be like, uh, why, why aren't you available? Or why don't you do this? Or Why don't you do that? And it's like, Cause man, when I'm, when I'm done working, like people are like when you come home, it's like, Oh, you got to come do this. And it's like, I just want to be home. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I yeah, don't, I don't want to go do something right now in public. I just want to kind of be home with my family and like, yeah. so I, I, I don't know, but it's, it's okay
1: because you're, you're, when you grow up, you, you can't be doing a million things at once. You have to, you have to, you have to really focus, unless you are a successful cajillionaire. You have to focus on the the, the next one thing. task at hand yep. with full force, dude. Yep. You know, like don't try to be doing a million things at once all the time. Like, like try to try to hone in on on the project. I guess that's the side of the business I'm in. I'm I'm dealing with different projects all the time. That's how, yep. like, whether it's this artist or that artist or this tour or that tour, or this TV show, this award show, this whatever I'm doing, I love that. It's like boom. You're just trying to like. Like, I've done some weird shit with Sia, like on Ellen and stuff like that. We've done some weird performances. The last one we did was with, like, Diplo and all that stuff. And this whole colored Dude, what you, cartoon Diplo? set Dude. and all that stuff. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, sh- and, like, a lot of time and effort went into, like, maybe three or four days of designing this whole set. And then, like, two or three days of rehearsals. And then we go and we film the performance twice, once for just a backup. And, like, it's done. That, that set got, like, recycled trashed, thrown out like and uh and it's it's awesome because like you're you don't have to sustain something for so long there's obviously a danger in that you know where you know i don't have like the the decades of security Mm -hmm. of like whatever you know of of a of a normal quote-unquote normal job um but uh it really feels cool to have like these random inspirations of like artistic, whatever, and to know that, like, yeah, I just was, like, a part of that, you know?
0: I feel that, too. I, I, That's the same mindset I take into this. Like, I – it's weird. Like, you – everybody has their nerdy things they get excited about. So, like, your your thing is that you get excited about, like, what you just described. Like, I love – like, last week was the creation process, and then Sunday was the photos. And then this week I I get to see in real time what people think of said things. And then up to the last second I get to – See people like them and connect with them enough to spend their hard-earned money on something that we're doing, dude. Your
1: your you know what I mean? your like, final product though is like a is a tangible thing, yeah, that you can like hold in your hand. For yeah. me, the only memory of what I really do like doing sound is a, is an iPhone video, yeah, which doesn't sound like my mix, you yeah, know? like or <laughs> you know the good ones do, yeah. yeah, but like the the and that's something you can really be proud of. You have, I mean, you're the difference between you and I and and my accomplishments in yours are so different because you, you have like you have physical shit you can hold you come to my house yeah. i have a stack of tour laminates maybe maybe like the, <laughs> the yeah. bigger than your fist mm-hmm. and and uh and that's about it so like yeah and i re- i that kind of sucks sometimes too because um you know i don't know i i wish i had more of like Keep something stuff yeah yeah not just yeah. not just swag i'm talking about yeah. but like you, yeah. you have this thing, dude. You have, I'm sure you have pieces at your house that are, like, your first things you ever made. Oh, 100%. They're Old Navy shirts. I I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I
0: went to Old Navy in Bangor and bought, like, two or three, like, white V-necks. And then I went to – Why are they going to be white, bro? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They have, they have sweat stains in them still. Um, oh. But I went and bought fabric paint. And the first shirt I ever did was in my shower – In Bangor, Maine. It was like a $300 a month apartment that I was sharing with a guy. And, uh, I, I, I wrote the logo of our first company on that. And I remember, so it's, that's, that is easily the best part though. That's like easily, easily the best part of what you and I are talking about is the journey. It's like, definitely I, you, you, you need to get older to gain perspective, but like, I look back sometimes, like I said, Facebook memories and I'm like, Holy shit. Like just looking back at like 2008, before I moved to New Jersey, Peter Bissell and I drug a couch that was in a, um, a sunroom at his place on William Street in Portland, right yeah. down the road from where you were, yeah, yeah, where you are now. And uh, we drug it to the beach, we threw it in the ocean, <laughs> and sat on it for a photo. And it was for these first shirts that I had ever done. And Pete
1: was doing it the was photos. For your first rap album. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent, dude. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so, like, literally, like, we, we just figured it'd be cool if, like, there was an, a, a couch in the ocean, like, in three feet of water and us yeah. sitting on it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think we just took that couch and put it on the curb and someone came and ended up picking it up, which was disgusting. So gross. But, but nonetheless, <laughs> totally so gross. <laughs> but, like, nonetheless, like, I, I think about that now. I think about Sunday. It's like, so not sanitary. No, we come in. Photographer's here. People are here, models are here, yeah. set list, you know, script is written. Okay, boom, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. We know exactly how we're doing it. Like every two weeks, we know what we're doing it, like clockwork. And it's like, I look back at that and it's like, if I didn't have that perspective of like starting that way and having Pete, you know, do the photos. I don't know how I would feel about everything. Yeah. You know, Like I have this really unique perspective. And it's hilarious to me because. Only, like, in the last three or four years have people really figured out, like, who we are. And, you know, there's people who, like, people will walk in here day to day and be like, oh, you guys knew, like... Like, oh, you guys been around for like a year? And it's like, no. Do you know where the bathroom is? No. I uh, <laughs> We've actually been doing – I've been doing this for 12, and we've been – Catalyst has been around for six. Yeah. But um it's just so – it's like one of those things where like they, they don't need to know yeah. as long as you know. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like there's some people who probably meet you. They're like, who's the new guy? It's like, ah, well, been here for a while, you know? Exactly, yeah. So you can't you can't like assume that everybody's going to know your story, and I don't assume that. But it's like – individually it yeah. makes you feel good you got to
1: you got to feel good knowing that like no regardless of what they're what is coming out of their mouth you you know better than them about like where to where to like what lane to stay in where to draw oh, dude, the line are you kidding you know me I mean? you, so you know how many people it's all send them
0: um, send me ideas for shirts yeah. that i literally yeah, exactly have to respond nicely to yeah. that are like Hey, you guys should really do X. And I'm just yeah. like,
1: yeah, it's great. Maybe we will. And it's just like, but you respond even though that idea is like ridiculous. Yep. You responding to them in a great way Always do, yep. is could be the game changer to that next person, to the, or to I'm sorry, to that that person the next time hiring you for something like or or sending you an idea that's mm-hmm. like like, really good or really lucrative or really whatever. I always respond. The only only
0: messages I don't respond to are the ones that are, like, from other men complimenting me on my armpits or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Which is a real
1: thing. Yeah. If you don't have something, it's true. Seriously, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it, because it's just, come with some sort of constructive criticism, but only after, like, you've, only after you so not awkwardly have, like, understood that that person probably doesn't want to hear your opinion right now. Like, just... Get it. That's just get it. That's
0: that's that's the view that I take into everything.
1: I see, you and I have always
0: spoken about this. I see stuff every single day that I think is idiotic, that I think is stupid, that I think is whatever, not good. Zero zero percent chance I'm going to leave a comment on it. I just I just my even though I think whatever, it's okay. You can think it. Mm -hmm. You don't need to write it though. No, like it just makes you look like weak and petty. And I just I don't I just don't see the value in doing that you know what I mean so it's weird I'm actually excited I'm excited and nervous to kind of see like where this new world kind of takes us with social media like I don't know what the next thing is going to be like I don't know what the next Instagram is going to be because you know six years ago we weren't using Instagram to put our stuff out into the world and now that's the primary way that like if you look at our analytics you know it's it's flip flop now. Now it used to be Facebook. Now it's Instagram. We'll get thousands of people like off of one post that we do. We'll immediately go to the website from an Instagram post, and it's like, oh, that's how people see this stuff yeah. and, and take in this information. And, and
1: Facebook's got too much other colorful shit, dude. Facebook's you know? weird. I, Facebook's I weird. It's it's lame. It's like you know, Instagram is where is Instagram is the just scrolling up on someone's thing is like it's just like boom it, if it hits you then awesome you've done your job yeah. it's like what any artist wants with any piece that they do they want it to come into their viewpoint and they want it to be like whoa what's this yeah yeah and then I and then yeah if there's a link or if there's if you're if yep. you're you know doing an at somebody or yep um or even a, a random hashtag on what that's linking somebody to some other thought then like I think it's awesome and you can but and then also I do believe in like you can make a long ass story caption if you want. Yeah. Or you can just say something little. You're not limited. You're not I think it's beautiful. I think it's a beautiful thing. You can dive in deeper to people's things. You can, yep. I like I how agree. people can make you know, they, they do the three or nine blocks at a time of like a certain picture. Yep. They it they agrees. kinda like the if you yep. scroll through, it's like a yep. it's awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I, it's I like awesome. it
0: too. but I it's really weird, like people One of the biggest mistakes I see is when people post stuff on their social media, they, they, uh, they hit a button and it posts to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all the same caption. And I always (laughs) tell people people will ask me like, well, how do you like, how do you go? You do a great job with your marketing. Like, how do you, and I'm like, well, like for instance, like I write down the night before I jot down and I type out in my documents, my word documents, what the post is going to be. And then I tailor it to Instagram, Facebook, and we don't use Twitter, but Instagram and Facebook. Because the languages that you use on Instagram and Facebook are two different languages. Yeah. It's a different audience. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. everything has to be spelled out more yeah. on Facebook for yeah. people who might be a little bit older. Yeah. Um, and I always tell people, like, you have to put in the work to those different posts. And people Definitely. are like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, you can't, <laughs> like, you can't, like, use Instagram terminology for 16 to 26 year olds. No. The same as you would for someone who's, you know, in their 40s who follows the Catalyst page. Yeah. You know, like, you just can't. It has to be two different things.
1: So. Yes, you, have to, so, yeah. you have also have to literally go back and like retag people and fix all that stuff when yep. you're going back through. So yeah, they're not like cross. They're not cross compatible in that in that way. So you do have to like spend that extra time and and whatever. But do we have a count of how long we've been going? I think is that is that an hour yeah hour and, and hour and twenty
0: six longest podcast we've ever done.
1: Are we going to reach Joe? Rogan we have a levels? lot of catching up to do. Was we that, do have a lot of catching up to do. I have what was to- Joe's? Well, how long was Joe's hour? An hour? Pfft. Yeah, we're over that. Sorry, yeah. Joe. <laughs> I got twenty seven minutes on you, bro.
0: <laughs> if you want to host by yourself, for, if Joe. you want to host by yourself for a minute, we can keep it going. I can go to the bathroom. <laughs> what is that called?
1: It's a metronome. Metronome. Yeah.
0: Just All right, so we're back. Tempo. Hope you guys enjoyed Pretty Ricky. Oh. So All right. So pretty. you mentioned you mentioned as we were whizzing that you had a question to ask me.
1: Oh yeah, I was gonna hear. I was gonna ask if you. Uh did you hear about the um the Delta Airlines flight where the woman reclined her seat recently? <laughs> no. And the guy, she had the video footage of like she held her phone like this, like I don't know if you can't this isn't a video podcast, but if you <laughs> like if you were to hold it like sitting in the seat and you wanted to film the person behind you without turning around and you just use the selfie camera and just like hold it to the side and she has the guy just literally with his fist, both of his fists on the back of her seat just just like hitting her forward like she reclined her seat as they do, <laughs> as they as as they physically are capable of doing. Dude. And he and he started doing like basically just started harassing her. And um, the the president of Delta Airlines came out saying basically like you should be asking the permission of the person behind you uh before you recline and i think that's total news to me fucking dude. bullshit
0: yeah news to me because you know like the last one i to took me, a few weeks ago it's, no it's not i i was trying to work on my laptop and no. guess what the guy the guy in front of me reclined his seat and i go guess, guess i'm not what? working on my laptop exactly <laughs> and i and i reclined mine and i, I listened to a podcast like dude, i
1: didn't <laughs> it's not your office workspace if you want to have people do it and i try to do it too but like i was i was joking about it on the Dalia podcast as so he's talking about it and i was just like you know it he brought up a good point where it was like you know the seats are physically able you are physically able to hit a button that reclines the seat <laughs> that's if you don't want reclining, take away the reclining feature yeah. no I'm not asking people behind I mean I'll look before I do it with and I fly you know i've i'm you fly well pa- yeah. i have I tallied it up recently and I'm like I'm close to nine hundred thousand miles collectively between <laughs> the the so I'm almost a million miler. yeah a lot of flights. A lot of dealing with some complete assholes, kids behind me kicking the seat. That is not cool. I'm yeah. a firm believer. When my wife and I fly, and even when we flew with our son really young, it, like no feet on the seat. Like that is like, like feet, like, like when the kids like sit there in with, a leg their, press with their feet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly. Oh. No, dude, that is so irresponsible as a uh, yo, look, a couple hits here and there, the kid's foot goes rogue. That happens. Kids are kids. <laughs> yeah. But like to have to sit there as an adult and watch your child just like berate their feet on this person, the back of this person's seat. I, like that is number one on my you're the first to go list. Like, <laughs> dude, and that's how I, dumb of a human being do you have to be to like to to allow that to happen? That's so ridiculous. But someone leaning their seat back, dude. No. That is so. You you paid for that option. Did Delia post that on his on his Twitter? No, nah, he just ta- he just talked about it. But I I saw it on I the news like and it made me. It, I as as like I was driving over clip. here, I was yeah, like, oh, I, I got to talk to Kyle about this. I, uh, it's so ridiculous, dude. And like the the owner of Delta. I mean, it's like Delta is such a like Delta is such a just a stale airline in my opinion. Anyways, all their marketing is to like always, is to like eighty year old people. I feel like I know. That are going I know, but Florida. I I. Yeah, I, sure. I don't even and I don't even get into the debate. I think it's whatever area you're in, I think that, you know, I know a lot of like guys who are up in like the like who are in the you know, the eastern New York area and who love LaGuardia, so they're you know, so they they take Delta or they they're, you know, some guys that live in Jersey who go out of Newark and Newark yeah. is a huge United hub. Yeah. Who are like big and united and and i i hate united i mean like the, that's so what airlines do you like, like then oh american is my shit american so but you... delta delta as well i'm just saying American's i was ashamed yeah i was ashamed of the delta guy coming out with this like lame-ass shit where i'm like you know it's just it's yeah, just I'm... foolish but i do I, um... I think that that's ridiculous i, I don't think that it, it is no one is going to disagree with you that it's a hundred percent annoying that someone reclines their seat no and especially when people are like and they just like ram it back the second (laughs) that's not cool i'll 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 like i'll inch it every minute you You know know what's crazy you know
0: what's crazy right now is that i it's gonna happen i thought that you were only flying first class bro
1: no that's not true. (laughs) no 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 I get now. I see. I get first class when I stick to one airline. What about, which what I've about the what American? About the, I get upgraded all. What the time. about
0: the money bags that you dropped off when we, we first came in here? You had bags.
1: In well, that, money. You
0: had money bags
1: around your waist. You mean that drink truck that I showed up in? Yeah. Uh, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. I. Um, no, dude. I. I. Uh, no. It's, I actually had a great experience on Frontier. We flew
0: Frontier like, Amy booked it.
1: Frontier uh, is an awful airline. Yeah. So, so I, I'm sorry so, that you just said
0: so, that. So, you deserve. Better, I had a good experience. I had a good better. experience. I know, but listen. Spirit so, and
1: Frontier are like, the. So, I don't touch okay, those airlines. Okay, so dude.
0: I've never flown Spirit because I've heard everybody say Spirit's the worst thing. Right. So I remember like uh, Amy was going to book it. We were just getting out of town to go to St. Pete to see our friend. And uh, somebody she trains told her it was fine. Yeah. So I went on YouTube. It is fine. I'm just totally I, fucking No, I went on YouTube and I typed in Frontier Airlines. Yeah. And what do you think comes up, dude? Like, someone recorded, like, the worst turbulence of all time on Frontier. And I'm like, babe, are we going to die? Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. Like, so there was no TV. There was no, you know, there was no complimentary snacks or whatever. For seat belt or yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it, it was fine. It was yeah. fine. It was fine. Um, It was really weird because when we came back in yeah, – no, it was lo- – dude, I want to say I want to say round
1: trip to, to St. Pete. It was like 180 bucks. I don't know, man. I'm picky, but also like whatever. I'm in an airport every other goddamn day. I don't know how you do I it. I can get picky if I want. I don't know
0: how you do it. I was talking about it with like. Um,
1: – I'm TSA pre. I'm all the things. I yeah. want to get in and out. I want to get – I want no communication with anybody. I just want to get yeah. in that thing – yeah, I got nothing to hide in my bags. Scan them all. I don't give a shit. Just <laughs> let me get to my gate as soon as possible. That's I was talking, my
0: thing. I was talking with uh, the the person we went to go see in Florida, Micah.
1: Her her
0: whole family is 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 involved with WWE, and um, we that's how we have, have got our stuff on some of these people and um, their schedule is Absolutely insane. I and mean, they're on a plane. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just like. 52 weeks a year, like, like athletes, just, dude. Yeah, it's exactly. just all the time. And and I remember like, there was a couple of times, I think it was when I went to Wyoming, I went to Cody, Wyoming last year in June for a family trip. So I left from Boston to, um, where the fuck did I go? Uh, Denver, I want to say. And then, and then Denver to Billings, Montana. And then I rented a car in Billings, Montana and had probably the, the top two drives of my life through montana into wyoming like it was just unbelievable oh it's beautiful but i remember like leaving and i had to fly to salt lake and then from salt lake i had like a four-hour layover because of storms it got pushed back and then i flew into boston at like four in the morning got on the bus <laughs> bust up to portland got my jeep drove into work at 9 a.m i remember just thinking like how how do people do this yeah every week. Yeah. Like when I'm done flying, I feel like just exhausted. Like, yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people have fresh legs, have fresh thoughts. Sometimes it can be good. Well, my
1: trip from Australia just, just recently in the last couple of months was like the most insane. Were you there before there. the fires? I was there when they just started, dude. Jesus. Like the week, the week I was there was the week that it was all starting. This the, I stayed in, I stayed in Sydney for five days, yep. four days, four and a half days or so. Like got in that one night and then had four full days, including the show day. And um, like a couple of those nights, dude, like the the skies were that's just like blue at like wild, at like dude. dusk. It was really weird, dude. And it and it, it reeked of like burning, like campfire, like the whole fucking city. Walking around like St. Anne's Cathedral out front on the big open yeah. sort of thing, like it, it's just like yeah, just like damn, it's like it's shits burning dude and the winds would just catch it and then all of a sudden like an hour later it'd be free and clear how did nothing, that even but... how did that even start i don't even I, oh well i mean let's see dude and i like don't even get me started with that whole thing like the fact that when i turned on the news one day a couple months ago and saw that they had caught like 11 or 12 different people throughout the region starting more fires i was like i give up yeah i give up <sighs> i'm not i i can't I'm... i don't know how you can like Donate to all these people, what like all these like other funds and whatever. Not that not donating to it. I'm just saying like the fact that this isn't just about the dry land out there and whatever, and you know that there are actually people that are starting these fires too. Like there's other dipshits out there who are making it worse. I and like how does that give you any faith in anything, dude? I struggle with that. Don't you? We're all in this thought process though that like global warming and we got to fix this and that. But then you literally find out that people are like starting these fires yeah i well they they there it's was mind-boggling. A, there was a the ones that
0: happened in LA last year they thought that they that may have been somebody of course who started it too yeah dude i struggle with that even all the time even if someone
1: flicking a butt in a in one of those areas i mean it's all of course it's it's so at dry, the dryness man. level i'm not you know i'm not trying to bl- base some case like it's some you know it's somebody's fault but like it's obviously gotten that dry that people can set one region on fire and it catches for hundreds of miles. Yeah. That's no no joke. But, like,
0: do you struggle with that, like, though? Because I, I, I mean, maybe I'm the only person who well, I'm sure about I'm the only person. But um, I struggle sometimes with and it's hilarious for what I do for a job, which is, you know, this thing that we do with, you know, creating funds for people and bringing awareness to things and giving people hope with whatever it is. I mean, I, I, I can't, you know. It's weird. Sometimes I find myself being negative about um, having hope with people like that. Like I'm just kind of like, where, you know, there's so many good people, but then I then I get caught up in thinking like, well, then there's people who do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And there's people who just. But you and I are in the same business. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't. Sometimes I struggle with like, is everybody really trying to do good? Like I'm trying to do my part, and I know it's a small part, but it's like. I I just, I sleep better knowing that I'm trying to help something better, something, you know? And I I just, sometimes I I hear stuff like that and I'm just like, God, like I I don't, you know, like it makes me kind of nervous. Nah, just, but
1: you know? know, but like you also just have to know that there's a certain percentage of people out there that are just, they're just useless, dude. You think it's useless. always been that way? You think yeah,
0: absolutely. You, you, you think now that we without, you a think doubt. now we just see it more because yeah, of, of social media? We yeah, have more access and to And also, it.
1: there's been enough Michael Bay movies out there. I joke about <laughs> this with some friends all the time. Like, there's been enough. Like, I joke about this with Micah Davis all the time. Like, like there's been enough, there's been so many Michael Bay and like Marvel movies out there now that like everyone's hyped up on this like apocalypse thing and this that and this. Everyone gets so scared. Yeah. And then look, like look what happens. Like five years later, yeah, there are new trends, and the phone's got another camera on the front and whatever. But like, dude, nothing's really changed. We've all just been like working our asses off. Yeah, that's all we're doing. Yep. Like, don't get caught up in like this scary. Like that's again, it goes back to me saying why. Like I like to plan things out maybe a couple months ahead in my life because, dude, just live live your life yep. now and like enjoy it. Don't be so worried about the ifs and the buts and the whats and like, I mean, yeah. you have to, you have to be affected by some stuff, but you have to really like good change takes time and good work takes time and coming up like finishing a project, whether you're stamping a shirt or I'm fucking mixing a show or I'm fixing a microphone speak, you know, a microphone yeah. or a speaker and I'm true, you know, everything like takes, takes time and, and people get like really caught up in, Having this like instant gratification of stuff, and I think that guys like you and me can appreciate that. Like, you got you just got to be patient, dude. You got to have some patience. I think you and I can say
0: that because we're at the age we're at. I just fear that a lot of people. It, it's again. I always say this. It's no fault of their own because life had, life has turned into. So I feel like life's always been the same, like you just said. But I also feel that. Never before has there been an instant gratification in life like there is now. You can instantly see if someone likes a photo or if someone likes a song or if something's you know whatever. Sure, plays, but views, dude, whatever. But,
1: but hold on, before you even continue that thought, though, that one like or that t- those hundred likes in that one day, wh- what I'm asking you, what does that truly mean six months from that moment? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. It's, so it's just it's like
0: the it's the correlation. It, it's it's the. Doing it over an extended period of time yeah. and building, uh, you know, a fan base, uh, trust, respect, trust within your workplace, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah, um, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about for like other people that they just they put so much effort into getting the like. Whether it's oh yeah,
1: no, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, yeah,
0: there, there. I mean, I I speak to I mean probably three or four high schools a year. I'm, I'm giving a commencement speech in. June again, I'm giving a speech to like, um, I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called, uh, something at the, the, the Holiday Inn by the Bay in April for a high school. And like, they every time I do it, every time I go to Maine Youth Leadership and talk, it's like a lot of kids get it, but there's always kids that will come up to me and they're looking for like a tip or like a trick. Or like whatever it might be, and I feel like they always leave inevitably let down because mm. I have nothing to say yeah, when it comes exactly. to that. I know because just I, I don't, I don't have, I don't have a trick. Yeah. Because you're talking to a guy who tried to do that, Yeah. and I just gave you a 45 minute speech on how that doesn't work. Yeah, and it's really just what you put in and how much work you put in. It's, it, dude. All the cliche shit that we heard when we were kids—it's so stupid. Because when you get older, you go, "Oh, that's that's actually true." Oh, it's all true. That's true. Yep. <laughs> <But> like, so <laughs> I, it's just all up to
1: interpretation. I, I
0: feel like I feel like, and who knows? I don't know. Maybe this is what people have gone through since the beginning of time. You know, maybe people have seen the next thing and been like, "Well, that's not going to last," or that's that's, and maybe that's just how it's always felt. That's how our parents felt, how our grandparents felt. You know. They thought that the world was going to go to shit when they saw Elvis dancing on TV and then yeah, people oh my God, dude. thought that the I world know. was going to shit when color television or television got invented, you know, like whatever. Um,
1: you know so, why? Because if you sit there and you spend all your life talking about how shit it currently is and how the next generation's fucked and how yeah. this and that, then like by the time you're an old man or woman and that hasn't happened, yeah. now you're like upset with yourself because you've been convincing yourself your whole life that they're going to fail that you're owed something yeah. different or whatever and it's like I, again, it goes back to like me saying that I'm the guy who doesn't get the spotlight on me out at the soundboard every night. I know what job I'm doing. If it wasn't for me, these people probably wouldn't have as great of an experience. I recognize that now, but I never in my life think that I am more important than this person or that person because of where, where I'm scaling my, my, um, like I have this scale of. Yeah, you you know what I'm trying to say like
0: I know what you're saying but you you are it's because you're mature and it's because you're getting compensated for doing said work so like you wouldn't do your job for free as I should yeah. yeah so so it's one of those things where it's like you a lot of younger people the issue that I see and it's the only thing that I've seen with it is a lot of them want to appear to run a business or have a job of
1: course they don't actually but want that's just to being have a job
0: yeah right they you people you want and that was me. I used to want to appear to be the guy who ran a clothing company. Now I run a clothing company and I could care less if anybody ever talks about me or if they want to do an interview or a news story. I don't care about any of that. Of cor- it, it course you'd like it to happen,
1: but no, it's, if I it ju- happened. Dude,
0: I said it a few weeks ago, I think I said it with Joe. Like we I got we got so much press early on because I thought that the press would turn over into sales or would turn over into recognition. Dude, I, I think the last time we had something written about us was like last fall. It was a suicide awareness piece on Channel 6. Yeah. And I didn't bank on that bringing more awareness to people. I, I thought it was a great piece and it was very well done. But I didn't go, okay, well, this is the thing that's going to carry this campaign. Yeah. It's all the other stuff that we've done that people already knew was coming, that yeah. people have followed us, knew it was coming. Um, so it's like the, 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 the thing that I always talk about when I talk with, about this with people is just like, there's a major disconnect now between people who want to appear to be something because it's so easy to appear to be something now on social yeah. media and if they actually want to be that something. Like, the people I respect the most are people who are like completely killing it in their craft, whatever it might be, and don't give a shit about social media. No, like, There are people who like you meet who are like just so accomplished and who kill it and do great for themselves and do great work and they give back. And they're not on social media talking about it. So when you start meeting those people, you start going, Okay, well, not everybody's going to be The Rock or you know, Ryan Reynolds or any of these giant Instagram accounts where it's just like you look at these people and you're like, Oh, you're you're rich beyond my wildest dreams, you do all this great work, yeah. you're entertaining, people love you, whatever it might be. But you know, there are people who exist like that who don't have social media. Yeah.
1: And that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to have those it. are the heroes, dude. Those yeah. are the dude, heroes without Alex, look, dude
0: the guy who, it, my girlfriend's brother uh, Alex who works for us he literally has no social media and i'm always so jealous of him you yeah. know i have multiple friends that have no social media and i'm like i'm so jealous of you i know i have you I have, live your life without having to care about anything about posting anything
1: i have some like, friends who are musicians that play with the biggest artists in the entire universe and they don't and they, give a shit and about social media they don't have any of that shit or yep. it's, or it's like me and they're just like private yep. it's like you got to be in the club to in the in the club, as in like the I don't need your, you know, like again going back to it, like I don't I don't need a hundred Demi Lovato fans telling me how much they loved or or whatever. I don't I don't need any of that. I know it's also interesting. Like I have moments all the time where I'm like, you know, it's like mixing as many shows as I do a year. Like I'll have shows where I'm like, I'll I'll be just struggling the whole show to try to just you know. Like I know all that I know and I have these year this years of experience and I've mixed in so many different places and venues, whatever, but I'll have the one show where it's like, do I even know what I'm doing right now? <laughs> do I have I just forgotten <coughs> everything and I did yep. But then the show will end and you'll have that one person come up and be like, dude, like I brought my wife tonight, told her she needed to see this artist, and I and like that was the most magical experience. Like I've had like I I can think of one time when I did that where like some guy came up and was like not crying like a little, you know, yeah, like very, like a little boy, happy, but he yeah. was like, just like you, that was amazing. And it like, it taught me to have a little bit of perspective and a little bit of like in that moment and kind of like, I don't know, just appreciate what, what I am doing, what I can do yeah. and what I can bring to the, bring to the table and not getting again, like not every day, as you know, as a successful person, no. it, like not every day is going to be not be great. Peaches and cream. Nope. And you, but you truly do need those those bad days, that dichotomy in life to, like, really mm-hmm. show you. And, man, I could close my eyes right now and think of some, like, dark days in my life. Nothing dark compared – you know, I'm not – I've never been a drug abuser or anything like that. Yeah. But, like, dude, doesn't matter. No, we I, can I, all no, have you, our struggles yeah, in you all, life. You, but, you know, have – everybody has I've fought with my family and... for years. I, I have my own – I've got my own things that I can talk about, and, you know, in my book someday we'll say it. But, <laughs> but like – you know, I – again, too many people are focused on the this, like, fake-ass big picture, and they're mm-hmm. not – and then you go to, like, deal with them in the moment, which is the most – as you know, it's the most precious time that you can have with somebody. And, like, they're not – it's not like – this isn't a good fit, you know? Yeah. And, like, you have those moments all the time, and I definitely feel them in my business. And uh, I think it's re-
0: – I, I get really – I get really sad now when I see, uh, I, mean, I, I, I think for me, it, it came to fruition for me when we started getting more traction, and there was a lot of people reaching out and uh, asking for free shirts or free items or whatever to, to promote, and I remember, it like, it really clicked with me when uh, people would write to me with, like, 15,000, 20,000, 50,000 followers, and they were, you know, people who... Got that following for, let's say, I don't know, showing their butt. Yeah. Um, and they would come to the store and they'd get a shirt and they looked completely, like, literally looked completely different. Or they, you know, they, they you know, put on a certain facade, guys and girls. And it, it, they just had this weird thing where it was like, I'm important. I need to keep up this, you know, I, I need this cool thing from you to post. And, yeah. I, 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 you, you know, you should give it to me because I'm important. Yeah. And it was really weird. I just got to a point where I was like, man, like I, I, w- I just really want to be myself on social media. Yeah. And again, I've talked about this. I talk about this all the time. I, I've spoken to this in front of 600 kids in an auditorium before about, you know, you know, being completely obsessed with being this other person. Mm-hmm. And that's why now when you see my social media it's it it is very I don't give a fuck. It's very like yeah. this is who I am. I run this company, but I also like to have a really stupid, silly goose time, yeah. and and I'm not putting on a facade. And, and like that's why when I see these people that are acting, that are playing music or running a business, and they're they're they have oh biggest biggest pet peeve they have public figure like my mm-hmm. Instagram profile right now. I changed it the other day. It says if you're not. If you're not the Rock or Beyonce, don't put "public figure" in your bio. Oh, dude, the yeah. dude, people will follow the me. Public with, like, figure thing is public really figure. Really like you obnoxious. should, you shouldn't be able to put "I'm a public figure" on my Instagram. You have a thousand followers. Yeah, what does "public figure" even mean? What does that even mean, dude? Does the Rock or Beyonce have that? No, they don't. They don't need to tell you that they are. They yeah. just are.
1: You know what I mean? No, like because I... say, it says "actor" or "singer," which is <laughs> which are actual things yeah. and are actual like, jobs. I just I. I yeah. No one gets paid in the real world to be a public figure. If you're, you're getting paid and you're talking about what money you're paid, you're talking about the advertising. I've that had you're people, using I've your- had people ask me, I've had two things that were really funny to me when
0: we first started kind of getting more popular. Uh, people were like, well, how much, how much do you pay influencers a month to, to post your stuff? And I go, nothing. Yeah. You and I've talked about this before. And I'm how like, what, ridiculous are you, what, is that, dude? what are you talking about? And they're like, Oh, like everybody's posting your stuff. And I was like, yeah, because they're just posting it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah. they're like, you don't have a budget for that, and I was like, no, I don't. And I'll tell you something right now: I've had people post our stuff with millions of followers. Yeah, and you know how many shirts we've sold extra because of it? <laughs> Next to none, dude. <laughs> yeah. Because the people who are following Sasha Banks, who has three thousand people on follow on uh, three million people on on Instagram, right. all they're doing is taking that photo on their bot account or their mm-hmm. fake. Sasha Banks account and reposting it as her, which is really, really, really weird. Um, And, and, and nobody's going, Oh, what shirt is that? What company is this? Let me, let me, let me dig into this. Um, It's the weirdest, it's the weirdest thing. So like once I started moving away from that, I was like, okay, uh, this company is going to be driven by average people like me who have a shirt. They like it. They make a nice post about it. I repost it. Mm -hmm. I share it, whatever it might be. It's not going to be made off of some influencer, posting about it yeah. and getting people to do it. I, I just, it's not going to, you know, if you go on Instagram now, if you hit just a kid from Maine or CFC, where a catalyst would change where there's like four or five, 6,000 photos yeah. tagged of that. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, that is what I want as opposed to the other way, which a lot of kids go, a lot of kids, um, younger kids will write to me and, and they'll, they'll, they'll ask me straight up. They're like, all right, like what app did you use to, uh, to, to accumulate your followers? And I'm like, None. like, what are you talking about? I thought everybody does that. And it's like, no, not everybody does that. Yeah. Like, there's a reason reason why we don't have 10,000 followers. You know how easy? Like, every single person, we're so close to 10,000. And all I want is 10,000 so I can hit swipe up when you go through our story. Because Instagram doesn't allow you to use the swipe up feature Mm -hmm. unless you have over 10,000. Like, I refuse to pay for followers. I refuse, because yeah. once you do it, there's no going back. Right? You see it all the time. Right. Some 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 brand or, or person will follow you with sixty thousand followers, and they have like fifty likes on their photo, and it's like that doesn't compute. You right. know what I mean? It's just like I don't, I don't understand the. If I come across a brand or an artist, and I see that they have fifty thousand, hundred thousand followers, I think mentally, well, this person's doing great. They don't need my support. But if you come across a brand that like. Is doing great stuff. You like their designs. You see, they have a few thousand followers. Like, you know what? Like, let me, let me, let me dig into what they're doing because mm-hmm. maybe I can help them get to the next level or grow. Right. I think that's why people have latched on to us because they've seen it happen slowly over time. They haven't just seen all of a sudden. We just didn't show up with ten thousand followers. are like, hey, we're this big company. Like,
1: Dude, here we smart, are. Smart people want to. They want to be around other smart people. That's why, like, when they go and they see their favorite band, that like. Uh, p- smart people are attracted to, like, well-curated stuff, whether it's a good meal or it's an album that is made or yeah. if it's a, 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 you know, a clothing product that is, of course, clothing. Clothing probably, cl- clothing probably universally more than anything. I mean, like, universally we can all, whether you like rap and I like country, we can all agree that, like, our clothing is, like, speaks to who we are. Mm-hmm. So it's so, you know, you got an even more of a leg up because it it's down to those those things, I mean, and then what symbol is on it, what how it's shaped, how it whatever. So like, you know, it's uh you're you're in an interesting area think with that. I think it's
0: more about for clothing now especially. I think it's more about people uh, attaching themselves to what you stand for and the work you do and the clothing is secondary. I mean like 20 years ago, all you knew of a clothing company was if you went to a mall or you went to their retail location and you saw what they had there, Yeah. if you went to their website, there was some, you know, just here's, what, here's who we are, or you got a catalog and that was that. That's what we had when we were growing up. And then when social media came around, you got to see, like, how, how it's made. You got ha- you to have input on, like, I always ask people, what do you want to see next? What's, what's another, another colorway you want to see? What's yeah. the next thing? Same thing that happened. People people for years were asking us for, to do leggings. So I was like, all right, what are the things that, that you ladies would like to see in leggings? Because they have the, 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 so many the question feature. Yeah. So many options. There were like 400 options. replies. Right. And I was like, <laughs> okay, the things that I take from this are high-waisted squat proof. I don't know what that means. Okay, yeah. so I bring it to a bunch of girls. Okay, here's like 12 pairs that we have. Give us your feedback on these pairs. Okay, so there you go. These are the three that we like. Okay, we're going to sell these. Now That, that never would have happened. No. It would have just been... Ten years ago, it would have been well. I think these are going to be good. Yeah, you buy a bunch, you put them out in the world, and they don't sell, and you're kind of stuck. You know, kind of being like, well, what do I do now? So it's like that interaction is key. It's the same thing with artists. Same thing. Same thing. It's it's universal across the board. Bissell Brothers. I always use Bissell as an example. Pete has done a great example, an amazing job of like. Yeah, I've seen their sticker. I've seen their shirts. Oh my gosh, you can't get away from it everywhere. dude. like and so. Yeah, they're a great beer, but company. in an appropriate
1: way, they found all yep. the appropriate ways to market their. Yep, yep. It, it, it's, it's just amazing. it's
0: just saying that you're a part of something that you yeah. like something that that's my brand. Yeah. There are there are people there are people that own every shirt. I mean, there are people who's there's one couple that I can think of off the top of my head that owns like 130 of our shirts. Like they just want awesome. to have all of them. They yeah. want them all.
1: Yeah, and they and they're you know the other day. So yesterday, do I, bro. But my money goes to diapers these days. <laughs> I want every. But the same
0: thing with an artist, though. Like there are people who still will buy a hard copy CD. Yeah. Because they they support you. They wanna they wanna
1: they wanna pay for their music. Just they'll just they they will actually go buy the album. They they will go buy the CD. Yeah, that's fine. Buy it. Yeah.
0: That's the kind of people you need. That's why like Pete Pete gave me a book. What was it? um, Years ago, it was like a decade ago. He gave me a book right when he was starting Bissell, and I I was kind of doing this. what was it called? Um, anyway, the, 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 the basis of the book was you don't it's like thinning the herd. like you don't want all of the herd. you want the, the, the strongest or the, the ones that like will will follow you kind of without question and you want the people who are like devoted to the brand. You don't right. want like the masses. you want a few people. Those few people will tell, will tell more people, and you'll and they'll accumulate. Dictate, they'll
1: dictate the. Give
0: yeah. me, dude, give me ten mm-hmm. people who love us, who will support us, and tell people about us. Over a thousand people who are just there because they're like, oh, I guess I'll follow this company. Yeah. Same thing with music. Like you, you could have all. There was an article that got posted on Chris D'Elia posted it like a month ago, on his Twitter, and it was like some some Instagram influencer with like a million followers launched a clothing brand. And she like wrote this big post about how she only sold like 60 shirts the first day yeah. and was like, You guys all let me down, like you didn't, I put all this time and effort into this. And it's like, dude, they don't owe you anything. No. You're just some person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you didn't yeah. what you, are you, you haven't shown about? them that you yeah. put in work. Right. Same thing with what you do, like with anybody. That's like the, the underlying theme, I guess, of this podcast is like all these people that will bring in you or like just me talking, like, no matter what you're doing. The work, the work is inevitable. It's looming. Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, you have to do it. There's no way to, you can fake it for a very long time. Yeah, I did it. But when it's game time, I know a lot of people time. that did. When it's game time, you yeah. either do it and you're and you can. When people walk in here now, there's no doubt in their mind. They're like, oh, this is a this is a concrete thing. This yeah. isn't a thing that just exists on the internet. Yep. Like here it is. They print all the stuff here. All the stuff's here. Yeah. Here's this great experience. Yeah. You can come talk to us. So it's there. You know, like I, I just. That's that's where I'm at, and that that's where that's where I like doing this kind of stuff so much. And this is the longest podcast probably that we'll ever do. For but sure, I, I gonna feel be in, like I gonna feel be like five parts. But the thing is though, no, it's me one part, dude. <laughs> You're gonna edit the shit out of it. It's gonna be amazing.
1: <laughs> With pretty Ricky, I'll fix it for you.
0: Yeah, I'll spin um, it up. but it's one of those things where it's like I, I just I the only reason why I wanted to start doing this is just because I think like. The times in my life where i've 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 felt okay about making certain choices is when i've heard um, somebody else tell a story and be like oh that that happened to them too like i feel like better now that this is what i'm experiencing yeah so having someone like you on and someone again who's listening to this who's like oh i really would like to do what he does Mm -hmm. how do i get to that point it's like you know you'll figure it out it's it's your life. You know, yeah. like we we you can't give anybody specific advice because you're you yeah. and they're them. Yeah. You know, so it's the same thing with me. It's like I, I can't people ask me all the time, like, what advice would you have? I'm thinking about doing this. And like I always am I always inevitably feel like I'm letting someone down because I don't really have any advice. Yeah. You know, you just start and you start with good intentions.
1: Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to the enjoying the moment comment that I keep making. Yeah because because I think that it's not just about, of course it's about like you enjoying the moment, but it, but as soon as others around you start seeing that you're the type of person that can really like live in the moment and enjoy that time. Uh, and I'm not talking about in some sort of like hippie kind of way where you're like, just leaving them now, man. I'm talking about like <laughs> really focus on what's right in front of you first. Mm-hmm. And like that can be a quick thing. That can be a quick little thing that you're doing, but like, Be that person that can be valuable and invaluable, like in the moment. And, and like, I feel like that is where like the greatest success will come from in your life. When you, Mm -hmm. when people, people know that they can rely on you to be, to be someone who's going to be there for them fucking right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because, and all I know is my business in my business. I deal with a lot of emotional people (laughs) and emotions dictate most things in the music business. Yeah. Yeah, Money is a very close second, but dude could be the biggest fucking deal in the world. And I've seen them all go by the wayside because I don't like that asshole. Yeah. Seriously. No, but Uh, like, I I think people people underestimate that though. People underestimate the being a nice person. Yeah. I mean, you could, I mean, and it might—it seriously, I—I you know, am a firm believer. There could be people listening to this right now. It's like, yeah, whatever, bro. That's not how it goes in my business. Cool, man. No, like, no,
2: I don't, I don't, I don't well, think that. Maybe,
1: maybe it exists out there, and I'm not maybe. trying to like shy yeah. that person away. But I do, just generally feel that, like, yeah, man, show show some compassion. Yeah. Get get the ego completely out of your life. Mm-hmm. If, if any young kid is listening to this right now, and you think you're the hot shit, bye. Yeah. Let me get closer to the mic. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's your, it, you got to get the ego out of your life in order for everyone. You want to talk about the mass majority respecting you and hopping yep. on board. Don't be some egotistical prick. Yep. Like have some, have some like relatability to the person that really might not have a, a lot to deal with. Or, you know, in this business, in the music business, like I deal with a lot of like people who are sober, who are trying to get sober, who are very far from sober. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just alcohol. I'm talking other shit too. Like there are some people that are really, really struggling out there. So like sometimes too, like when I want to talk about my problems or whatever, this and that, like you know, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. And um, and again, that all comes in just like living and loving, living for and loving the moment that you're in. And and uh, and I've learned to do that. You know, I I'm often like looking back with people all the time, like what are you. What is it like this time? Like the first time I got to mix Madison Square Garden, like yep. which is like to us in the in the in the music business is like kind of like mecca, you That's know. Fucking insane. To me, it was the yep. TD Garden. It was where the Bruins play. That was my like. That was my like. Well, yeah, it couldn't get much boy. better than this kind yeah. of moment. Yep. Um, and then later in that year, we played to in Tel Aviv to like ninety five thousand people, and that was about the one where I was like, okay, <laughs> like. Yep this kid from a seaside town like how the <laughs> fuck did i get here dude like yeah. this doesn't make any sense yeah but like still when i walk away from that gig i'm like no i killed it what are you talking about yeah like it's not like i ruined that gig or i, yeah. I, I messed something up that was uh, you know undeniable and that's irreplaceable everybody like yeah dude that's everybody like
0: like everybody and maybe it doesn't maybe people don't think this way but like every person that like you see play an amazing show mm-hmm. artist um an actor Somebody that who's in the public eye, like, I I would hope that all of them are like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just this person, just you know, just kid from Maine, whatever. Like, that's literally like how that started. That was literally me. That was literally me, drunk on wine in the old Westbrook office, and we had just done something uh, with with Bates College, and I was talking with my friend uh, Stu, who now is at Dartmouth coaching. And he made a reference to how he was just a kid from England and and he grew up with nothing. And now he's, you know, eventually going to probably ascend even higher coaching soccer. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Because, dude, like I grew up in a town of like 900 people in Smithfield, Maine. And it's like it it, it, I always have those appreciative moments. But then I'm also very quick to be like, you know what, though, like I have earned this. I have worked hard. I did a really good job. And it's not that far fetched. You know what I mean? So
1: it's like I know what I've done. You know what you've done. I don't need anybody to like judge me on whatever. Like, <laughs> I got the gray hair to prove it. Yeah, I got the. You know, I've got. And Bro, I also look at, have, my, look at my beard. And look I at, also
0: look at my gray hair. Beard.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the cost of doing business. And look, like again, this is this might be where you and I differ because you're a business owner. I am not a business owner. I work for the artist. Yep. If the artist is happy, then then I keep working. Yeah. If they're not happy, then you don't keep working. I mean, that's the rules of the game. But like, yep. again, at the end of the day. Uh, you know, I, I still think it all just comes back to like, if you're doing what you love, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have these good days, you're going to have bad days, but you know, at, at least if you can wake up in the morning and know that like, you're not some slimy piece of shit. Who's just like, you've just, you've just done so much to like compensate for your, lack of being compassionate and, again, that empathy that we talked about. If it, Like, if you know that you're just bullshitting your way through life, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say to you. But, yeah. like, if you can wake up every day and you know that you've been doing an honest job of just trying to, like, obviously provide for your family and, like, do good, but, like, if you're doing what you love, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, and you're trying your very best at it, you know, like, that not a lot of jobs in life come with, like, you just doing something on your own very own unless you're like an author or somebody but as soon as you like but but that author wants to write a book that's going to reach the masses so again you're not on your own like someone's going to comment in on it someone's going to whatever but again if you know if you're working with other people like i do in this in this kind of in in this crew world that i'm in like you know you just know that like you're in it for for your team and you and you can again wake up every day knowing that you just are that you've done you've done the right work the right way and, and like-,
0: like 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 I like I keep saying too like we've said it a couple times in the podcast but like it's just you can say these things and and I I think I've kind of let go of like saying you know if anybody young is listening to this it's like I think it's good to hear this if you're younger but yeah. I, I I also think that the, the way we're talking right now will come in time for a lot of people I mean you just I, I, I think Shit it takes time. It, it takes dude. time.
1: It takes time. And, this and it, it goes to the instant gratification that you yeah. brought up earlier. Like yeah. the, the world of that, like, okay, well if you're one of those kids who's getting suckered into this instant gratification world, bro, good luck. Talk to me in one that's, year. See, Let's see, see how you see, feel.
0: See, so that's why, that's why I always say, like I talk about this all the time with, with close friends and people. Like I'm just, I'm interested to see where the social media, like thing kind of stops where you know there's there's people who get paid to show up at a club like for $10,000 because they're a social media person whatever you know like I am yep. just wondering when does that when does that burst and and how does that affect like the future of how I don't people think like, it bursts I think it's know, like,
1: I think it's I I think that people need to just believe that like true success is a slow burn mm-hmm. I think that it's like every Every success for story that you hear out there does not start with like, oh, it was overnight. Like, it, it doesn't. No lasting success. And okay, I'm sure you can hand me enough to count on one hand someone who literally. But but does like, it? But does it
0: last though? I mean, like
1: somebody. No, that's can that's what have, I'm saying. Like you can have
0: you could have your moment. I mean, I talked about it with on the the Joe podcast. Like, how many one hit wonders were the biggest thing in the world? No, how I remember many you talking things, about that. Yes. how many things were like. The biggest thing for a minute. Mm -hmm. But when, okay, so then when it goes, okay, now it's time to do the second album. Or Mm -hmm. now it's time. Same thing with us. Like, we, like, it's like we do something, like, just the kids started it. Okay. Most people would have just kind of been like, okay, that's the one thing we're going to rely on. Mm -hmm. I knew at that moment that we had to do a million other things when we had that audience. So it's like if you have a single and you have all these people looking at you, now it's your time in this very short window while you have someone's attention to keep them there with something yeah. else. Now, just the kid is like our sixth bestseller. Yeah. It's our our best is whatever we're doing next yeah. because of the people that follow yeah. us. Same same thing with the true artists. Like some of my favorite artists will never be the biggest artists in the world, yeah. but they're they're they they make their living on the fact that they have X amount of fans yeah. who anytime they do anything, yeah. they will buy the shirt, buy the CD, come to the show, whatever it is. Yeah. Those are the people you want. You don't want the people who are just like you know, viewing, you know, like like you have these artists that get like a billion streams on Spotify, and it's like, okay, that's cool, but like your next stream song is like 150,000, and then yeah. you're kind of just gone after The that. similarities
1: it's- between the music business and, and you in that instance is that like, you're going to create a shirt, it's going to exist on a shelf somewhere. The al- the artist is going to create an album. It'll exist on iTunes. You can get it whenever you want. Yep. Just like anybody, you can yep. do a back order sale. Yep. Yo, know, come. You know, this is a shirt that I made fucking three years ago, mm-hmm. and it's a. But, <clears throat> like, with clothing again, you can be a little more risky. Yep. With music, you really can't no. unless you're a risky artist. Yep. But I, I can tell. I don't want to name any names, but like I, I can tell you that like. One of the artists that I work with who I'm very, very close with, uh, they are dealing with this currently with their album process and um, it's a thing of like, you know, label wants to see that Thanks. old school, that old, what what happened to that old, you know, the first album yeah. sort of stuff. The, yeah. the reason why artists have a second album is because the first album was so successful. Again, they're like, here's a shitload of money. To show us what else you yeah. got. Here's yeah. the, so- but that's also why they call it the sophomore slump. Yeah. Uh, like in in the music business, it's called that because an artist's second record is always the it's biggest never live up to the first, danger, yeah. dude. It yeah. is so dangerous, dude. Yeah. And I have seen it. I've been in the tour bus with the artists when shits when numbers come in and aren't doing well. Mm-hmm. I've been in the tour bus with different artists where shit is like, oh my god, this is popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, the the roller coaster that is life of, again, like, you work so hard on printing a bunch of stuff. Again, you can do a test, and you can release a little bit. Yeah, is this going to sell? No, mm-hmm. it didn't do shit. Okay, I'm not going to make a thousand of them. Yep. You know,
0: like... That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is, you yeah. You can't
1: do that in music. Yep. You can't just test out a single, or people be like, the fuck is this? This doesn't sound like... <laughs> this doesn't sound like your last record that you did. Like, yep. it's just so... yeah ridiculous and people are waiting to jump on no one's waiting to jump on you for well it's like well, i bet the next well, design he does is awful like well, when no. when it is what it is but is dude a, you look at grand slam waiting yeah oh absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. with no, and, and, with, and, and, with an eggs over with a eggs over my hammy coming up next the last guy the last
0: guy who had something negative to say about us uh deleted his comment i think in 10 minutes i think you know it's like i think i think for us i think for us don't underestimate the power of one comment though it's here's the thing though like I I listen to comments and, and I don't I don't just think they're all bad yeah. like there was we did an ice fishing hoodie three weeks ago and there was a it was the most sold thing that we did for like the sale in January which I was like that's cool yeah um, sold a bunch of them probably sold like over hundred of them in like a day and with a bunch of other things that got sold but anyway um we did them and there was probably like 12 or 13 comments in a strew of like maybe like 100 comments So people that were just like, oh, I really like this hoodie, but I really would like it with this style of trap. So I, I saw it again, and I saw it again, and I saw it again. And I was like, you know what? What are, what are they speaking of that, that they'd like to see on this? So I look into it. I start DMing with somebody who DMed me about it. And they were very nice. They were like, I, I bought the hoodie. Like, I have one for me and my husband. Like, mm-hmm. we love them. We love your company. But, like, it'd be really cool if there was, like, this cross-trap style. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I get that. So literally two weeks later, I go, you guys wanted this? So I did it. And it was the second highest-selling item that we did behind the leggings. <laughs> like, an ice fishing hoodie and leggings. So I was like, I'm not dumb to think, like, okay, that's a constructive, like. I'm oh, being, absolutely. You know. yeah. But then if there's somebody who comes on, and there was one guy one time who, like, made this just repugnant comment. He was like, "Oh, like he mimicked what we wrote and said like the clothes were boring and you know they it looked, affected it my terrible. divorce." All this shit and, <laughs> and 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 I wrote back and I fucking slammed this guy because I was fishing when it happened. I was fishing and he ruined my night. I was I was having a great night. It was a sunset. I was oh, fishing you somewhere. That sinker right in the water, dude. I was like I was like I shouldn't. My mood shouldn't be changed by this right now. So no. I literally got it. You had your phone on you. You dude, know why you're I a dummy, for dude. That, right? I got to my jeep. Well, I have it to play music. And I got to my Jeep and I literally crafted this response and I screenshotted it. And then after I screenshotted it, people were like, "What? what I, I, where is it? I want to go. I want to go like comment back on this. And I look back and it was gone within like 10 minutes because the guy just realized that he had been completely owned yeah. by this. And I was just like, you know, those are the only ones I'll respond to. The only other one besides that was one that I think it was Mother's Day last year. We did a shirt. Where our photographer, who's completely covered in tattoos, mind you, and most people in our photos are just completely covered in tattoos. Yeah. And by you know, it's not by design. It's just the people we use just have tattoos, whatever. And um, somebody wrote a comment that said, um, "You should really stop using people with tattoos in your photos. It's really unprofessional." <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah. You remember this? And I wrote back, and I go, "Oh, dude, sorry, I totally. Like, I forgot it was in 1891." So, like, literally. Be right back. Just cooking
1: up those eggs dude, for that. somebody, grand slam.
0: somebody, like, people, I posted it on my story, on my page. People, like, the, the comment got, ended up getting, like, 100 likes. And, like, this woman, like, left Instagram. So, I was like, you know what? I was like. Oh, it's so good. This is so awkward. This is so weird that you would write that on a public forum. So, literally, the next week, I was like, oh, we're going to do a line called Tattooed Manor Society. And we're going to have a different tattoo artist every time. We yeah. pay them to do their art. So they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put it on the back. The front will be their different. Uh, will be different. It will be the back. We'll get. We'll do a giveaway so they can get even more business. We'll right. promote them, and we'll get to feature a different shirt every time with a different tattoo artist. So yeah. far, we have like six. And literally, that comment sparked a line now that people like ask about all the
1: time. It's amazing.
0: And 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 so if if they're ever ridiculous like that, where you're you're telling me to do something, you're telling me yeah. to stop featuring people with tattoos. Yeah. Oh no. No, no, no,
1: no. I know, but a lot of that the stuff. The gloves are off.
0: But if you if you say something like, hey, have you ever thought about
1: like doing it this way? 100% I'll listen of to course, you. Of course, dude. Yeah, there's some way to approach where you just know by the person's face walking up to you, you're like, okay, it's all good. Mm-hmm. But This person coming up and they start with, they're scratching their head and they're, aw, um, aw. it's like, all right, dude, you're just looking to whatever. And by honestly, by the law of averages at this point in our life, dude, it's just like there's if you don't have some weirdo every once in a while coming up with their bullshit, <laughs> then I don't know what life is all about. It's <laughs> got you again, you need those people to then have that next person. I've done so many, like I've worked so many meet and greets with the artists I've, as a tour manager. Like I've worked so many of those. And so I've, I meet up close and personal while they're next with the artist uh, next to the artist. So they're the most like vulnerable. Have you ever and met a lookalike, a look-alike fan? Have yeah. And I've just, yeah. I've just met, you know, you, you meet the people that are over excited and you, but you also meet the people who are like, Hey man, you know, thanks. I I'm sure this Appreciate, is like the yeah. last thing she wants to be doing right now, but it's like, no dude, it's all good. Like, yeah, She's here because you're you paid for this and yeah. whatever like but yeah. you know and that but in the back of your head you're going like ah this guy's a good shit. Yeah. You like you <laughs> yeah, know yeah, what I, I mean. Know what you mean yeah. And I have lots of those and I love again that dichotomy like uh, like loving that the beauty and like the just as that one you deal with that one weirdo the yeah. next person in line is like hey is you know my I've wife le- I've I've learned to
0: accept that more as we've as Yeah, we've, dude. I remember like when Amy and I first started dating I remember always vocalizing to her like I'm very nervous for our growth because that opens you up to, again, law of averages. You're going to mm-hmm. have more crazy people. You're going to yeah. have more people who say something weird that you may not want to see. Yeah, And so I was always very nervous of that. And then I remember I, I, I literally, I will credit Crystal Lee on this. I remember it was right after the Logan Paul thing Yeah, where I was like, you know what? I was like, it's okay to, to clap back as a company. Like I, I always was nervous about like, because what we do is like, you know, we talk about hard topics. We do the, you know, pediatric cancer, suicide awareness. I was like, it's probably not a good look for me to write something back. But then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I was like, if someone's going to say something really rude on our page, I'm going to say something. Yeah. And what that did was it actually made people follow us and like us even more that I was sticking up for what it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So like th- that was always a fear in my head. I was always like, I don't want to get bigger. Cause then there'll be more people to say things. Right. Um, and I, I, know I talked it's about scary, it man. on a few on a few podcasts back. I even talked about it. I was like, "Man, I was like, I don't, I don't want people to like, I don't want like millions of people to know like that my that I have a dog and that like what my inside of my house looks like. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. Like, so that's why I've kind of like scaled back. Not that it yeah. will ever get to that point, but I'm just saying like I don't, I I, I view it differently now. I yeah. don't want that. I I want to be very private. Yeah. I want to do my work and to have a, a fun time. Yeah. I, I don't want to. Have people know what I'm doing at every moment. Promoting every your day. work is
1: one thing. Promoting your like personal life just for the sake of like gaining followers is like really weird. probably the saddest shit I could ever think of. But yeah. that's just me. And also, no, I agree. My I agree. opinion doesn't have to matter to you. That's or one thing. To I, other dude, people. it's
0: all good, dude. I, I hope that you agree with me on this. But I I've started saying this in the last year is that the the greatest the, the greatest lie that's been told to us our entire life is that your opinion matters. Yes i I don't think it does. I know. My my opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. That the next person's opinion doesn't matter. Like I I appreciate it if it's a good opinion. To- That's exactly
1: why I don't post shit on Facebook with like politically. <laughs> like I was saying,
0: because I don't
1: because it's just why do you think that you're you're sitting there being so arrogant that you think that your opinion is is by far the greatest opinion out there, dude? You're probably a piece of shit and probably most of your friends around you. Don't really kind of like you. I'm very. i willing to bet if I took a silent, <laughs> if I took a silent poll with all your friends, they'd say like, yeah, I'd probably yeah. skirt a couple texts from that guy before I called yeah. him back. I, I guaranteed. I. I also say this.
0: I I, I feel like I could fucking we gotta wrap this up soon, but for sure um, we're out of beer after this. So yeah, we are out of beer. Um, I, I'm very skeptical of people who do the white night thing. on on Facebook and social media where it's always like if something happens, they have a, have have a take, have a take on it. Yeah. Yeah, Champion it. Uh, this is something I would never do. This is, you know, I, when I see people always talking about these things that like are hot topics or they're putting themselves in a kind of an upper echelon of like being untouchable. Like I'm perfect. I really have a hard time trusting those people. Yeah, You know, I'm not saying that I've never done that or I've never like, Commented on something, you know, um, or made a post about how I feel about something because I sure, have, sure, yeah, and but we've all done I, it. It have to I be
1: political, just you know,
0: it's, but I'm very apprehensive about people who that's their thing, yeah, where they're always talking like as if they're the, you know, the angel in the situation, yeah it really makes me think like, well, what are you hiding? And I can think of people, I won't even say names off the top of my head who I've seen do that. We'll get all that. And then and then something will come out about them and it's like, oh dude, that makes perfect sense yeah, that you exactly. did that. Yeah. That's why I'm so, that's why I, I, I openly talk about mental health. I openly talk about times i used to literally i look back at some of the things i've done in my life and i'm like oh god damn it that was so stupid like yeah, but that course, was dude. that was something i learned from and i moved on i'm not perfect
1: yeah no one here But the people who preach
0: yeah. that they're perfect and that they have all the answers very skeptical of that yeah, i the, can't the con- i can't get behind the, that
1: like the false confidence i don't know i'm like it's cringy and i hate yeah. that whole the whole we're in such like a a cringe culture everybody talks about, but like seriously dude that is it, that it is really you want to define yeah. cringe yeah that is it. When you see someone go on these rants, and you're like, "Oh my god, dude! Like your other your coworkers are gonna read this yeah. tomorrow when you go into work. Like the fuck? What are you doing? You need to. You need some sort of. I think. For literally, this you, conversation for is coming full circle back to. We started talking about Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, people, here we argue. People having the you know dude, the First so, Amendment right, but
0: dude, I have so I have Twitter right. I haven't tweeted since 2016, and the only person yeah, I that really you, either if you queue up my Twitter. The only thing I watch it for is uh, is wrestling updates, and then the first person, yep, there it is, Cristalia. I just sometimes I'll just screenshot some of his tweets and just post them in my story. But uh,
1: sorry to everybody listening to, we're like that's like the twentieth time we've referenced that guy. Look, everybody on here who's listening knows
0: that I love Cristalia. Adam does too. Adam actually, uh, I'm OG son. OG, he's very much OG. Um, We actually, what what year was that? 2015? Yeah. 2015 we saw him at the what was that club in boston the wilbur wilbur that's what yeah. it was yeah um i had yeah. a chance
1: for us to go meet him and i and i turned it down but too.
0: also but also I, I i think you read the text you were
1: so pissed off at me for that no
0: no no no, no. i i know i remember i told amy the story I it's okay told to Alex say it
1: before no i wasn't no no no, no. <laughs> you
0: read aloud in the car you go we have an opportunity to meet him if you guys want to do it and i think all of us were like Nah, we don't want to do that right now. Let's yeah. let's, let's go home. I think I know, like I, know I that think that we was all I think we all the consensus was like let's not be those guys. Yeah, and again, yeah. Again, like, it's from uh, me working that. with with
1: so many artists and stuff. Like you know, if we're friends or family, then cool. But you know, if it's a friend of a friend that was like, hey, can my friends come meet you? It was like yeah. one of those things. That's like, a dick move. It's yeah. all good, dude. I don't need. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's we, a dick and move. we didn't need that. We didn't. We, need did, to ruin we didn't need that. ruin yeah. such a great night yeah. by yeah. him being like, eh, cool guys, thanks. You need An autograph or something. Like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't need autographs. No, he's cool, man. Like he, uh, he, he's responded a
0: couple of, he's actually reposted something I sent him. Yeah. You remember when I sent him the ESPN classic Cuda yeah, fishing yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. he was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Can I repost this? And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, that's enough for me. Yeah. Like that's all I need. Like yeah, yeah. I, that you're a real human and you respond to people, you know, like I don't need to like have this forced, awkward interaction with you, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, no. So I, yeah, I thought this was going to be a way more silly goose time than it was, but we actually got pretty deep tonight. Yeah, man. We yeah, got deep. We're two hours two in,
1: a, two and a half hours in, dude. Just I, I, I. Hopefully, I, people got stuff out of this. I think they did. I so far, so. they
0: have. I've actually gotten so far. Um, I've gotten quite a few people who like really appreciate like um, the stories, be it that sometimes they're ridiculous. Yeah, uh, but the, the overall message I think they've they've really enjoyed, and I've got a lot of messages from people, especially from the Joe one, and and some other ones that I've done too, where um, they're younger and they're they're they feel comfortable hearing
1: yeah. kind of that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? When you're trying to follow a a dream and trying to be in some an industry, especially like I'm in, where you're trying to find that special niche or that like you're just struggling because there is a lot of struggle. We all struggle. I have friends that struggle with it and trying to find, trying to get a bigger job or a better job, and trying to just get to that next step. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, reach out to us because I'm sure Kyle, you do this for a reason too. Like you want people to, if they're in a tight spot, to you know, to ask you for help and that's all. Just something that you that's all the time. One of your greatest assets. It's all.
0: It's it's all the time. It's it's.
1: And I like that too. I've done a couple like talks, like TED talks, and like these other. Yep. Presentations that, that you that you've done too, and like, and uh, it's amazing. When you, of course I get you get the one kid who's coming up like, how much do you get paid? <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. I did uh, I did some. Uh, I won't say the high school, but or uh, middle school, but I did a middle school like six months ago. Or some kid asked me that, but you know, did you throw him the keys of the Brinkstruck? Yeah, you figure it out for yourself. Kid. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I said more than your dad, <laughs> and he ran away crying oh my for sure. God, dude. Um, oh, but, but I do, but I have gotten the kids that come up after and they're like, so everything you said is basically my life right now. Yeah, only know, just high right. school version. Yeah. Like, thank you for like opening up about all that. And it's like, great, man. You know, well,
0: that's, you reach that's... one
1: person and you're in your, you know, in what you're saying, then, then that's beautiful for me because I used to be that one kid well, there's... who did feel like I was alone in the crowd and like, well, there's comfort in that yeah. that. That's, that's, that's what I try to.
0: Do with this and do with my company is like just be, you know, it, it's, it's easy. I think it's easy. Well, it, it is easy for you and I, are the type of people that can just talk about whatever. There's a lot of people who like have a very hard time being very honest and talking yeah, about
1: things, transparent.
0: Yeah. So it's like if you could just display i guess kind of your faults or your insecurities for them it, they might not even come out and say it but it just helps them to know that like it's not you know like the, the 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 before we wrap up like the biggest thing that happened to me in my life was when i met johnny cupcakes and i didn't even know i was meeting him on his his store it was a stoop it was 2007 it was two days before 2008 new year's 2008 and um i went to his store year. and yeah oh yeah and he literally talked to me for an hour and a half on the stoop on Newberry Street and I didn't even know I thought he was just an employee and then I wrote to him on MySpace when I figured out that it was him and he he wrote back even more on MySpace and I was like holy shit man like this guy like you know he's created something that I would hope and dream to like you know nudge up against one day and he's taking time to talk to me who's who literally some kid who just drove from Portland, Maine to like go to the store and go to a Celtics game. Um, And that really changed my life. Like I was really like, you know, like it's really cool that like, he is like this kind of this oddball type guy. And Mm. he has, you know, these deals with like these franchises now, like Ninja Turtles, Simpsons, Celtics, Patriots, like this. So cool. You know, he gets paid, you know, Ridiculous amounts of money to go speak at Northeastern to, to like talk about his Johnny Cupcake story, or whatever it is, and like I, I, what that did for me was just like okay, like this guy is not too cool to take time to speak to me and to give yeah. me some advice, um, and and him being very honest about his struggles. I think it was through if I if I still remember my MySpace password, I probably try to log in and try to find it, but it was like, it was like this this very like he said something along the lines of like you're really going to be very like troubled and sad for a long time. You're going to question like if this is the right move for you. And he's like, all I can tell you is like, you have to just keep going. You have to just, if you really want to do this, he goes, you'll find happiness at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? And I didn't get that at the time. And you know, there was many times in this journey and probably was same with you where you're like, eh, should I quit? Should I quit? Am I good? Am I good enough to do this? Like, is this just going to be a story that I tell my kids when I'm younger that I did this thing for a while and and that and then I quit,
1: or and just that, that general being scared of like what's next? What's next? Yeah, what's next? Dude, it's,
0: it's always that like open ended. Yeah. And I I think I've done a good job, especially in the last six months, because you want to talk about fear. Fear is like when you you know you expand and you go into debt and you now have employees and you have, you know, all these people, and you know, you need more, you need more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're you like, still okay, more. it's not just my mouth anymore. Yeah, like yeah. same thing you said with your wife and your kid, yeah. and your kids now on the way, like yeah. you're not just providing for your mouth, you're no. providing for these other people, yeah. for your family, for, so now I feel this immense pressure where I'm like, okay, well this has to work. This has to be a thing because if it doesn't work, a lot of people are going to be very let down by me. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, what I took from that was just literally like, okay, like you're never too big to give some advice, to give help to people, to, to be relatable. So that's like what's something I've learned happily. I'm very happy that I learned this in my early 30s is like just be yourself and just be yeah. everything that people think you're not. So for me, I get it. I look how I look. People probably assume a lot of things about me. And, I, and I, I've taken a lot of pride in just being the opposite of that and just being yeah. like, yeah, I struggle. Like, you know, like there's days that I have very tough emotionally Uh, emotional, mental days where I I know how to remedy that. I know how to talk to somebody. Um, And all days, some days suck. Some days I come in here, dude, and it's like everything sucks. The next thing sucks. I'm not creative. It's whatever. And then a great sale will happen, and the world is is at my fingertips. You know what I mean? And it's like –
1: so. But if every day was the same, it would feel stale, and it would feel – What's the meaning of that, of all yeah. that, you know?
0: You have to understand, and that's, like, the biggest thing I try to impress. And it's probably the same thing you probably try to impress when you talk to kids, impress upon kids. is like, you just have to get comfortable, like, being uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, just get comfortable knowing that, like, it's going to be shitty sometimes. Yeah. It's going to be great sometimes. I always say this 24-hour rule. If something amazing happens to you, enjoy it for 24 hours yeah. or less yeah. and flush it. Yeah. If something terrible happens to you, enjoy it, you know. To enjoy it. Suck it up for twenty. Suck it up for twenty four hours. hours. Pout. Do whatever you got to do. Cry about it. Whatever. Yeah. Flush it. Yeah, because the world ain't gonna because stop the, you, for dude, you, dude. Like it's just this. It's just this constant up and down all the time, and you have to learn to get comfortable with that.
1: I'll, I'll end it on my the the one thing that my dad, who's my biggest role model, who will has always said, and it's he's a avid baseball fan, and he has always said, enjoy every at bat. It's yeah. like every time you step up to that plate, just just you know, it's like. You know how I interpret it is like every time you step up to the plate, you just look out into that field, and you're yep. like, you got tons of options and where to hit that ball. Yep, fucking crush it out of the park, dude. And you might strike out, and you might strike out, but enjoy. That's it. not, but that's not someone else's fault. That's your fault. Yep. And like, and just, and in, and just again, enjoy enjoy that moment, you know, and 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 live for what's right, and in like, and you know, take away, get like, leave this planet. Like, knowing that you just, like, when people talk about you behind your back, so to speak, mm-hmm. it's all positive stuff. Or yeah. as, as much positive stuff as yeah. you are able to muster up and and, and be proud of yourself. <gasps> and uh, things just tend to work out, you know? Yeah. If you're a good person. Well, goddamn. What are we, two hours in? Thanks, two and Kyle. a half
0: hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, we reached Joe Rogan's. status. You know, when I started this podcast, I never thought we'd get past 30 minutes. But here we are. Here my we are. fear
1: is we hit stop and it all deletes. That's like my nightmare. I hope it does it. Um, all right, guys. Uh, Thanks, Appreciate buddy.
0: you guys uh, taking the time. Uh, I think there'll probably only be one this week. Um, usually we do two a week, but we're going to do one this week because this one's long. That so energy's spent. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> i got to release this week, too. Um, but yeah, so this will be the one for the week. Um, again, uh, it's on iTunes, on Spotify. Uh, it's on the, the Podbean site. Wherever you get podcasts, you can find it. Um, I'm not going to give out Adam's uh, Instagram name because he's private. He doesn't give a fuck. The
1: Adam Jackson on Instagram. <laughs> okay, he just gave himself. Yeah.
0: Um, man, it's, if yeah, you have it's any questions, if you have any, questions... I'm not saying I'm denying anyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. True. True. <laughs> true. Um, if you have any questions for Adam, uh, shoot him my way. Uh, we'll get him to him. Especially if you're if you're looking into to getting into what he has done in his life. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I want to thank you for for coming down and bringing bringing the kool-aid thanks brother yeah I thanks appreciate thanks it. We'll, for having me we'll do this Always again it's good to have a we'll great do this conversation again. If, yeah if, if if people yeah I, I feel like people are really going to enjoy this um so we'll you know now that you're home for a couple couple weeks we'll uh we'll see if we can get you back down here a little bit more any time bro all right man thanks bro. all right man. guys talk to you soon take care